Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. False security has lulled the madness of this world into a slumber. Wake up. An eye is upon you, staring straight down and keenly through, seeing all that you are and everything that you can never be. Yes, an eye is upon you, an eye ready to blink. So face forward, with arms wide open and mind reeling, your future has arrived. Are you ready to go? The Hideout. It is an FM Jerry Springer freak show. It shovels the lowest common denominator. Hideout. We've got a power to the people routine and very loyal fan base. Hideout. We're all being lobotomized by this country's most influential industry. Hideout. Either you're with us or you're against us. The Hideout starts now. Be somebody! Be somebody! What, what, what's new? What are you doing? Ah, uh, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome into the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. It is a Saturday night, so that means for the next three hours, you don't have to worry about who you are during the week, what important job you have on the hill during the week. For the next three hours, you are a heretic, and you join us, El Jefe and J-Dubs, in the Hideout. During the week, mm. I'm some AM talk show host, Program director Sue. That guy sucks. Uh, here on Saturday nights for three hours, I get to be myself. I get to be El Jefe. J Dubs, during the week, you're a pedophile. Here no, in the hideout, no, you're not. even more of one. No. And you let your no. freak flag fly. Here we are. If you want to get in, uh, the best thing for you to do tonight is myspace.com slash hideout radio. Uh, go there, add us as a friend. Make sure you have other buddies of yours. Uh, turn them on to the show as well. It is myspace.com slash hideoutradio. The web board is hideoutheretics.net. That is hideoutheretics.net. When you're in the hideout, feel free to use a fake name. Uh, real names are for the rest of the week. Uh, tonight, also, a programming note for everybody. We'll have my cousin, Bikeries BJ, on the phone because he just got out of uh, jail. So What, what happened? Um, he got a DUI and then afterwards had a um, probation violation. So he went to jail for a few days and he says he has some stories from that. So For those of you that don't know, or maybe for heretics who have mm-hmm. been on hideoutheretics.net they know by Curious BJ. He's been a staple of the hideout when we were on DC before and also too in Orlando where we made a documentary film about him. His MySpace space is myspace.com slash bozobob bozobob. You can go there and you can watch the trailer uh, to the documentary uh, behind the Bi Curious. So we'll check in with Bi Curious BJ. Uh, what, about an hour maybe? Yeah. We'll get them on? Very cool. Joining us in the hideout, they joined us last week. Uh, already a hit. I'm telling you, man, I got so many emails saying the satchel patch, I hate his voice, but the, the kid is hilarious. Satchel patch, welcome back into the hideout, man. Thank you very much. And the other thing, too, that went down last week, we brought in a new character by the name of the Kid Twink Butters McLovin. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see, Hefe and Dubs, that's us. We'd been doing this show for a long time. We'd done it in D.C. We did it in Orlando. 
And a couple of weeks ago, we said, look, I'm tired of it just being me and Doves. Uh, enough, we know each other too well. Well, and Doves doesn't have enough talent, and he's always on my shoulders. And it's one of those situations where I really, you know, I got four radio shows, a program, two radio stations. I don't need Dubs on my coattails for three hours a night, well, Saturday yeah, you night. you carry a fat back anyway. I figured, why, why can't I jump on? That was uncalled for. So now we brought in a couple of new buddies, and that is the Satchel Patch and McLovin the Kid. And I think the Kid McLovin, we haven't decided yeah. what exactly we want to go with yet. For those of you that may not know, uh, the Kid is a, uh, well, he, he looks like he's about 17. Right. But in all actuality, he's 26. Yeah. And he's an awkward kid. A virgin. Sa- right. Satchel oh. Patch, on the meantime, is a uh, a dirt ball. Yeah. A complete other end, very much uh, into hookers, uh, a lot of things illegal. Yeah. Uh, got busted, as we learned last week, for handing out gay porn at a gay pride parade as mm-hmm. part of a radio stunt in Arkansas in 2004. So these are the high-quality moral people that we have brought into the hideout to join us on a Saturday night. Did you boys have fun last week? Sure did. It was it was an absolute blast. Very good. It's been too long since I've done something like this. Does it make you feel like when you were out handing out gay porn to Myers in Arkansas? Uh, I wouldn't say the same glory sensation. Days. Yeah, back at, back in the glory days in the choir. Uh, no, it's a, it's a different type of deal, but it's good to be back. And you know, I like working with y'all. Y'all are, y'all are real good. And I'll, geniuses. Your, your imaging is, is wonderful. Yeah, that's the little liners and stuff. Well, thank you. Uh, yeah. I appreciate it. I made it all. Shut up. And it was uh, <laughs> really all of my idea and concept, everything that you like, everything you're you are going to find. It was dubs. You know, he's really nice to you right now, but then he's going to start stealing your ideas uh, as the shows go along. Hey, by the way, any updates for YardstickAdeath.com, your blog? Yes, it's updated right now. Go check it out. Very good. I'm excited about that because I know people... You, you know, the last time I checked on Wednesday, it mm-hmm. wasn't updated. No, it, I didn't update it till Thursday. Ah, gotcha. All right, but YardstickOfDeath.com is now updated yeah. so that people can go see that. Enjoy it. Very cool. All right, first hour, I like to, just like whenever you get together with your buddies on the weekend, in this first hour, I like to talk about some of the things that made big headlines over the past week. I guess the biggest thing was the fact that Senator Kennedy has brain cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the hideout last week, it, it, news had broken that he had a seizure. And then it was revealed later that apparently that seizure was related to a brain tumor, a uh, malignant brain tumor yes. that they say is very bad news. They're actually the worst kind of brain cancer you can have. So it's on that spectrum of one year? As one a- year um, or less usually when when it's inoperable, and which his is. They let him out. They aren't going to try to cut him open or anything. Right. So, yeah, it's the most dangerous kind, and he probably has less than a year. Wow. Everybody's saying a year to two years. Uh, I, I heard a, uh, a interview with one of the top brain surgeons in the country. Mm-hmm. He said it would amaze him if it made a year. Damn. And they just, like, it came out of nowhere? two months. Yeah. Damn. Now, that's, that's life, too. That's healthy living. I mean, because even into a lot of that time, what brain cancer can do is take you to a childlike state yep. to where you may still be alive and, you, you know, you're on the record book. Well, you made it to this date right here, but, yeah, you know. He's not him you're anymore. Um, my, 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 uh, my uncle has got liver cancer, and now it's in his brain. And oh. he's, he's, like, in his last days, essentially to the point where you just said he's reverted back almost to an infancy where he doesn't really talk or anything anymore. He just recognizes people and either smiles and or if he hears, hears voices, 
gets bummed out because he may think it's the last time he may ever talk to him and starts crying. Do you think Kennedy's drinking a lot right now? Why wouldn't you? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, everybody's probably doesn't, you know, because he's already a big drinker. And everybody's giving him crap about that, but now you can't stop him and you can't blame him. Here's what's interesting to me, and this is kind of my thing, because I honestly love him or hate him. I really don't care. No. I mean, I'm not, I mean, but he was one of those guys that was very polarizing. And the right constantly attacked him mm-hmm. as the the absolute stand-up of what a flaming liberal is. You know what I mean? So what what's kind of funny is the fact that now you got all these guys coming out saying, Oh, man, I wish you well. I hope Did everything's okay. Did you hear that Bird guy? Um, Senator Bird from West Virginia starts crying. Ex-Klans member. Uh, who, by the way, endorsed Barack Obama. Yeah, yeah, that shows how uh, how not far he's fallen. Yeah, yeah, not dedicated. Yeah, he's not, he he doesn't stay true to his roots. Right. Uh, but yeah, he came out and started crying. It it was a very pathetic cry. But too. here's my thing to you. All right, let's say there's someone you really really hate. Mm-hmm. For me, it's Dwayne Wade. Yeah, I hate Dwayne Wade because of the fact that David Stern handed him the the trophy. Well, they won in, it he in 2006 it when. I'm sure the whole NBA was all rigged, and it was robbed from my Come Dallas Mavericks. There's white people in there. There's all no. Ki- I said rigged. Oh, yeah, completely <laughs> different. Oh, so I say this, and I said it before. I wish Dwayne Wade get cancer. I wish he get in a car accident. I wish he died. Now, if it turns out he gets cancer later on, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say, "Oh, you know what? He's such a good guy. I hope everything's okay." I'm going to stand up and clap. I will be excited. And what I have heard and what I actually respect are some of those guys on the right that have seen Kennedy and what has happened to him and have actually stuck to their guns because they've said awful things about him before mm-hmm. and they're not and they're kind of like all right good you know whatever woman drowned because of him and that whole Chappaquiddick thing so I hate it when people kind of turn tail when it ends up you end up getting sick do you ever see anything like that I mean do you respect that at all or am I just a lunatic? Uh, well, a little bit of both. I, I mean, if I don't like someone, I'm not going to start liking them just because they're about to die. But that happens. Yeah, it happens like all with, the time. With Jerry Falwell. Mm-hmm. When Jerry Falwell died, everyone was like, oh. CNN had like a big, long uh, memorial thing to Forgetting him. the fact that the guy was a shock jock and said that 9-11 was because of the gays and all this kind of stuff. They were trying I mean, to remember even, him as even, a good dude. Even when he was telling truths. Uh, no, that's not at all. Oh, you understand what I'm saying, though, Satchel? I, I kind of get it, but I really don't hate anybody that much. It's, it's hard for me to attach such hatred to somebody. Is that because you're not smart enough? It, it could be. You know, I come from a backwards place. We all just drank and got along. Right. There's no one you hate at all. Uh, I mean, How about I, just one specific uh, race? Yeah, there is. All right. Then now, now there, not not race. There is uh, okay. a few people that that I really do despise. And uh, are they people you know personally, or are they people? kind of, kind of, really? Uh, people that have tried to, you know, want to name names? Uh, I mean, nobody, anybody would know. Prosecutors, okay. uh, <laughs> people that went after you, things, things of that nature, stuff like that, where there really wasn't a purpose, and they tried to build a career off of, uh, you know, my missteps. Right, off of you know trying to make a name for themselves for prosecuting people for handing out gay porn at a parade like to that. Something like that. Yeah. I see. Really misguided yeah. individuals. I mean, you know, I'm yeah. gonna write down a name for you, and then you tell me if uh, if this person, if you would get upset. Because there's a whole thing of dancing on the grave of somebody. That's why that phrase is even around. And I don't understand. 
<laughs> but no, you know, I don't, I don't know. You know, some people are just, if you don't like them and something bad happens to them, I'm not going to be like, oh, you know, I'm not going to celebrate, but I'm not, at the same time, I'm not going to go back and say, oh, well, you know, now they really were a nice person. I just didn't like them, and now that they're sick, I'm going to start taking up for them. No, they're still a turd, but, you know, I'm not going to go out of my way to send them flowers or anything. Hefe, you said one of those people was Dwayne Wade for you, right? Mm-hmm. Did you see the news about him last week? No, what happened? Um, I guess he started bawling and crying at church when his mom was singing. Really? Yeah. That bad? Yeah, his mom was singing at some church. And it drove him to tears? Yeah, and he just started crying like a little girl. Something wrong with that. Yeah, I, listen, I hate the guy. I really hate him, and I wish... Listen, I don't wish just a car accident. I wish decapitation. <laughs> I wish something that is so By awful. Zakari? Yeah. Uh, well, listen. 18-wheeler. Something like that. I Great don't know. Train. Maybe, you know, he's in Miami. Maybe Dexter uh, gets a hold of him. Maybe I, that's the next thing for Showtime. I don't know if... Anything's worse. I've seen a couple of beheading videos, and I won't watch them anymore because that looks like it has to be the worst way to go. What do you mean anymore? Do you sit around? Just I watched watch a couple it? of them. I watched the first one. I was very disgusted. And I said, okay, I'll give it another shot. How did you, you come on to it? Um, I, it was that time when they, when they were going around. Like, the, the, when the guys over there in Iraq we were, were getting yeah. beheaded. I watched one of those one time. I, it, it, I couldn't it, watch another one. It's mortifying. I looked at it. It seemed staged to me. The thing seems staged. Yeah, it, it looked fake, but it wasn't. You know? Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It just it looked. It didn't have no, it was staged. It was, yeah, it was staged. They had everything. Well, they set didn't up. do blocking, but you know what I mean. Like it seemed like it. It didn't seem real. Mm-hmm. You know, it almost seemed like CGI. Hey, it is the hideout. Hefe and Dubs, one hundred six point seven WJFK. Speaking of cancer, um, this happened. The pitch. Swing and a miss. No hitter. John Lester has no hit the Kansas City Royals. He's being picked off the ground by Jason Baratek and mobbed by his teammates. John Lester with a no-hitter as the Red Sox beat Kansas City 7-0. This dude had cancer, beat it, pitched the game-clinching game in the World Series, and then the series clinching, Mm -hmm. and then now has pitched a no-hitter this year. My question to you guys, if you want to get in, 800-636-1067, what is more impressive? Or what would you even rather do in life? Would you rather beat cancer or throw a no-hitter in the major leagues? I would rather beat cancer. What's more impressive is the no-hitter, without a doubt. My grandma beat cancer. She can't pitch a no-hitter. You think you God gives you a choice? Mm-hmm. I get. I guarantee, like right now, he could go to Ted Kennedy right now and be like, "Kennedy, I got a choice for you. Right here in my hand, I could either cure your brain cancer, or you could go out tomorrow and throw a no hitter against the Rays. What would you rather do?" And I guarantee you, even Kennedy himself would rather go out and throw a no hitter than beat cancer. I know personally, me, it's infinitely more impressive. The list of people who have beaten cancer, mm-hmm. it's in the millions. Yeah, those people are no big deal. There are only a hand. Babies a, have done it. Yeah, whatever. If a baby can do it, then who cares? I th- I think I'm talking d- about throwing a no-hitter in the major leagues. I'll even say this. I'm talking about throwing a no-hitter in high school. It's more impressive to throw a no-hitter in high school than it is to beat cancer. What about if it's, you know, I'm more interested in the after-effects of beating cancer So, or, or throwing a no-hitter. If you're this pitcher, what happens after you throw, throw the no-hitter? Everybody takes you out. You get a nice party. The girls line up, or you, are we talking, your heart stops immediately, and, and you die on the field uh, after you throw the no hitter. Or Lance Armstrong beating cancer, then you get the Cheryl Crow, and then you get famous that way. But if he 
wasn't a bicyclist already. He he went. He didn't get it because of like cancer. He got it because he won all those uh, Tour de France and everything. A little, up. a little bit of perspective, though. I mean, it was the Kansas City Royals we're talking about here. And I don't care if it was the Kansas City Royals or nothing. These are major leaguers. Yep. They're still major. It's tough enough to do it in high Semi-major school. Semi-major leaguers. Nah, listen. The Kansas City Royals. They they are in the major leagues. These guys are getting paid millions of dollars. At least a few of them. So it's still <laughs> a big deal to throw a no hitter. I'm telling you right now. Give me cancer so I can throw a no-hitter. In fact, maybe the Bosox need to pick up on Kennedy. Because apparently if you got cancer, you could throw a no-hitter. It's one of these situations where it might work out for you. Um, again, I don't know if I'm crazy when it comes to this. But it is a situation that I really look at and I'm thinking, I don't know why. And they both happen to happen you know, in Massachusetts and it's the whole thing. And it was weird that they happened right around the same time. Mm-hmm. Has anyone in your family ever had cancer, Dubs? Um, I've said someone did before, so I could get out of a job without feeling like an ass. Really? I, I uh, told uh, uh, my ex-employee that my mom had cancer and I had to leave. That's why I was quitting. But I was actually quitting to come over here. And work here because you yeah. just didn't want to tell me you were quitting? Yeah. Hey, well, they, they kind of suckered me into it. They said, oh, why are you quitting? Do you have trouble in the family? I'm like, yeah, my mom has cancer. And he just makes it up, and that's it. Right He's getting no conscience then, about it. And then for three weeks, while my notice was running out, I had to keep on talking about how my mom was doing. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just making up fake updates. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, oh, she, I talked to her a little bit. You know, she's she's coming along. Get some flowers from the from the uh, office crew there to yeah. send out to somebody. Hefe and Dubs in the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Now, you got to think about it, too. This guy, he's done two major things when it comes to baseball. A- he pitched the series clinching game. Mm-hmm. B, he threw a no-hitter. Do you think that once you have something like a cancer, all of a sudden throwing a baseball 60 feet 6 inches really isn't that big a deal? So, like, the pressure of the World Series or even a no-hitter, it doesn't mean as much to you and you're a 24-year-old dude? You know what I mean? I think he's still that money he's getting, though. I mean, that still has to have its draw, even though you understand, like, the pressure is not there in the situation. But... uh you know, baseball wouldn't be that that important after you beat cancer, but that million dollar contract and, and millions of dollars, and you know, he can do whatever the hell he wants now. You think money even matters at that point? Or hell even yes, hell yes, that's money. Money always they... matters. Don't uh, don't uh, you know go that way. What do you think's worse though, the pre-game jitters or the pre-chemo jitters? What do you think uh, really had him more scared? Uh, probably the pre-chemo. pre-chemo. I, say, I say he's pulling his hair out on both. Uh, <laughs> it is Hefe Dubs of the Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. All right, now, we talked to the kid last week uh-huh. about, like, he has confidence issues. You know what I mean? The kid has, like, he hasn't yeah. been laid before, and the whole thing is that he's really... You know, he has confidence, and you're kind of afraid to go talk to chicks, you know? And I get that. Like, I completely identify with you in that, that I can't go and approach chicks because, I don't know, I don't know if it's, like, are you afraid of, you have a fear of rejection or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, big time rejection. I, I'm with that on, too. I'm completely with you on that. But, do you think that if you had something like cancer, and you only had, like, a certain amount of time to live, you wouldn't be, like, as concerned about stuff like that. I don't think I would be. I'd just be like, whatever. I'm going I'm going for it. So why don't you do that now, though? Like, do you, like it's almost it's almost one of those situations of why do you have to wait for cancer to go hit on chicks? When you, you when kind you know, of look like a Make-A-Wish kid anyway. We, we can, can shave your head, and you could go out and be like, listen, I just finished my round of chemo. I might be dying soon. 
You want to hook up? Nah, I, I I wouldn't go that road. Let me grope you. But no, here's what I'm thinking though. Like genuinely, like you said, if if I did have cancer and I beat it, then going up and talking to a chick all of a sudden isn't that big a deal. Nah, not at all. You know what I mean? So, like, why don't you just do that anyway? I don't have an answer for that. I really don't. Because, <laughs> oh, but in it, because when you sit there and you analyze it logically, it doesn't make sense. No. But yet, at the same time, I also understand what he means by "I don't have an answer." Because really, you don't. But at the same There's, time, there is no answer. It's just it's kind of weird. Like I, I hear what you're saying, but it's yeah, but it is what know, it is. It, it may be easy to say, you know what? I am going to go do that. But once you get back in that moment out there. Do you have a fear of rejection? Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, once you are face-to-face with that again. Yeah, but who cares? Like, you rejected cancer, so some, so what if some chick rejects you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, maybe yeah. that's the way you should think about it. You don't have cancer now. You've rejected cancer. In a sense, you've already beaten cancer because you don't have it. <laughs> so now use that as the motivation to go and talk to a chick. Be like, hey, I'm cancer-free. She doesn't have to know that you never had cancer. <laughs> you could just go up and be like, hey, I'm out celebrating. I'm cancer-free. <laughs> Let's go do a shot. And she's like, all right, yeah. That's a great line. That <laughs> is. I'm telling you, earlier you were giving me crap. You don't realize you, that I'm a genius. You have a few times where you have some good lines. And now you're going to steal that and pretend like oh, it was your own thing. Because right. we know you're not going to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just got engaged like an idiot. Uh, although I'm very happy. I'm very happy with my <laughs> chick. So, do we need to do a thing now of maybe we get a knife and we tell you we're going to stab you um, so that then instead you'll go out and meet chicks? Because every time you have, like, a near-death experience, mm-hmm. you realize, all right, listen, this isn't such a big deal. Yeah. You know, maybe I need to go out there and see if I can, you know, pull you some per- trim. You need perspective. I think that's what you need. What kind of perspective do you have, McLovin? What do you mean by perspective? Like Just on life. Because like, we asked you that a little bit last week. Like, do you... Do you go out a lot? Are you online a lot? I know that earlier in the week you went to a comedy club, which is a very good step. Like, you're getting out, you're meeting some people, you know what right, I mean? Right, right. In, in the past two months, I've been getting out a lot more than I used to. Is that when, when you started working at the station? Who did yeah. you go see at the comedy club? Oh, gosh. Can't, name slipped my mind. You can't remember? Yeah, they probably weren't memorable, huh? <laughs> All right, very cool. Well, let's take a break. We'll come back. On the other side, we'll finish up the hideout headlines. we got a couple of things we want to get in for you. Uh, again, a busy night. If you want to hop on, join the message board, hideoutheretics.net. Also, too, you have the opportunity to add us on MySpace, myspace.com slash hideoutradio. Quick break. We'll be back on the other side. Tefe and Dubs with the new buddies, the Satchel Patch, and McLovin the Kid. It's a Hideout 106.7 WJFK. A terribly sad indictment of our society. You're in the hideout. An appeal to the sodomist. The hideout with El Jefe and J. Doug. With its overtones of bestiality. The hideout. Saturday night in the hideout, Jefe and Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. The MySpace is myspace.com slash hideout radio. Message board. Hideoutheretics.net. You can go there and get, man... Just about our entire library of work. Uh, previously Saturday nights, late nights on WJFK. I think the whole Real Radio in Orlando library is up there. The stuff we did in New York. I think the XM stuff. I think just about everything. Even the stuff we do in Tampa. Uh, that's all up there. Mm-hmm. So hideoutheretics.net. 
nameless added to the top eight friends on the MySpace page, Hideout Radio. Uh, so it's a Saturday night in the middle of the Hideout headlines. A lot more to get to. I'm excited about talking to BJ, your cousin. Should be good. He's he's pretty animated since he left. He's very hit or miss. Yeah. Like sometimes we can get him on the phone and he sucks. Usually he's best when he's drinking. But that's also too why I guess he was in trouble mm-hmm. for DUI and all that kind of stuff. The kid got in a lot of trouble. Which was fun for us and good for us, but I guess not so much good for him. Uh all right, other headlines as we uh, as we go through on a uh, on a Saturday night as we gather around just some of the stuff you saw. You know, we talk about our demographic mm-hmm. when it comes to this show on a Saturday night. Thinking guy hanging out, playing some video games, probably still all over GTA four. Um at the same time too, down in a monster energy drink. That's me. Yeah. Um probably not getting laid tonight. That's me. Because it's, you know, a Saturday night and why would you attempt to get laid? Mm-hmm. Um so I also think too of a guy that's hanging out with meaty boobs. Like a guy that probably That's you. <laughs> a guy that uh has problems with bitch tees mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call them. man boobs, I guess. Yeah, man boobs. And a thing came out this week about they're talking about obesity fuels growing boy boob problem and that more and more in England they're seeing these kids that are coming in for plastic surgery because they don't just have like you know like when you're fat like they have what the doctors call would be genuinely great female boobs but it's on a yeah but it's like on a guy yeah prepubescent or full-blown no like real like we're talking gorgeous c cups on a on fat, a guy? On a fat guy. Yeah, it's the hormones First of that are all, going like, through all the food and everything. That when are... you think about that, though, you think, all right, gorgeous C-cups mm. on a dude. Do you really care? No, Even if it's at the point. end because you, you still got gorgeous C-cups if you're really stopping to think of what gorgeous C-cups look like? Mm-hmm. They usually don't come with hair. Well, I don't know. Nowadays, uh, girls are really starting to become a lot hairier. Now, yeah, they're on a dude, and Dubs, I know that doesn't pose a problem for you. No. But Satchel Patch, I know even one of your big things is you love to have chicks uh, because of the story. Um, have you ever considered the same for a guy? Never. That the guy up top looked like a girl. So Absolutely it was... not. So I went ahead and gave him the business anyway. Yeah. No. No way. Never <laughs> happening. Right. It's not, right. I mean, you can't get aroused for something like well, that. Riddle... You're either gay or you're not. No, 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 no. But what this. if it was gorgeous C-cups? It doesn't matter. All right. You... Hold on. You're at a club. This pretty hot chick comes up to you and you guys are dancing for a while you start making out she takes you back she does her thing and before you finish she says oh by the way i'm a trainee what do you do at that point run like hell no you let her finish you say never again you fooled me (laughs) fool me once once, shame on you fool me twice and shame on me the first time the first time's a mulligan, my friend. Uh, here, a I, mulligan? Yes. I, I, I have a saying. It ain't mo if you don't know. But what if you find out at the very end? You got, you're got. you already in After there. the fact. If the, if no. the act has been completed, you, not did, complete. you did not. Listen, if you've, right, let's start first with the idea of if the act's been completed. If the act's been completed and you did not know, then you did not commit a gay act. No. But 90%. Plausible deniability. 
That's what it's called. Plausible deniability. You look shocked, Satchel Paige. No, that's not a gay act. I guess if you, you complete the deal and you don't know and then you find out after the fact, then you, you pray for cancer. All right, let me ask you this. All right, let me ask you this. If you are having sex with a dude, but you're thinking about a chick, is that gay? Yes. Let's say you're having sex with your chick, but you're thinking about a dude. Is that gay? Yes. Gay. You can't have yeah. it both ways. There has to be one way that's not gay. Either though. it's mental or it's not. If you're having sex with a dude, that's gay. If you're having sex, period, and you're thinking about a dude, that's gay. You could be having sex with a pig thinking about a dude. Right, that's what, gay. What if you're thinking about a dude? <laughs> but if you're thinking about a chick, on, is it okay? Hold on. Hold on. Yes. <laughs> what? What if you're? What if, if you put a little wig on it? All right. And high heels. What if you're thinking about a dude just so you can last longer with the chick? Now that, well, I don't know because I've done that with my mom. What? What? Think about your mom. Okay. You think about your mom. So, you know, they, yeah. uh, they are, hold it, hold it, hold it. Think about my mom. Oh, pancakes, you know, uh, just breakfast to, in bed. Yeah, just to keep uh, yourself from finishing. Yeah. Now, you know, that, that but but never think of a guy. Is your mom buttery and syrupy? What is it? Is she dripping? Uh, what is this? Yeah, you know, kind of like Aunt Jemima. Gotcha. All right. I don't judge. Whatever. It's a hideout. Half Van Dubs, 106.7 WJK. All right. Same question to you then, the kid McLovin. Is it gay to have sex with a chick and think about a dude? Yes. Is it gay to have sex with a dude and think about a chick? Yes. What's wrong with these Is guys? Is it gay to have sex with a chick? No. <laughs> All right. Just checking. Just checking. Just See, I, for once, I agree with him, and, and he takes a shot at me. Yeah, well, that's just going to happen. You have to understand we're in the hideout, and that's what buddies do. Uh, all right, so there, we've agreed. Now, you were saying no, earlier, haven't. yeah, we've all agreed that I'm right. So what you said earlier, though, was that a lot of this boy boob stuff, it's because of the fact of, like, hormones. Hormones in the food. It has to be. The chicken, all that's, that kind of stuff. That's terrible. It could be just from laziness. And I've actually, I know, but, uh, I've actually grabbed a guy. God, boobs. Guy yeah. boobs. Yes, I have. Now, That's but, gay, then. It's not well, gay. That, no, that was. No, it's a friend of yours. If you have a friend and you're like, look at this. What is wrong with you? Go to the gym. It's like, I can put this in my hand. I can bounce this. What is wrong with you? You do that to your friends? Yes. You're not my friend anymore because that's awkward. That right there is actually awkward. That is gayer than what I was just talking no, about. No, there's something. I mean, there's a line that guy friends can have. Where you can do things with your friends and it's not gay, <laughs> including make out. No, 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 no talk. Okay. But you can, you the, can. No, the first you can go is a light kiss on the side of the neck. You See, can now, do that thing. <laughs> you walk by him and go, and that's it. See, no, any kissing that does make it gay. No, yeah, it does. But if you're actually just sitting in a room staring at each other, taking care of yourselves, that's not because it would be like you're watching a movie. Okay, how about this? You guys are. If it's not gay to just, you know, do that thing together, what if your foreheads are touching and you guys are staring <laughs> each other in the eye? And you're just going, uh. Well, it depends if she's if she's in between. No, no girls. Uh, uh, it's just you. It's us. Yeah. In, in this room. In the yeah, foreheads together, looking at each other going, angrily. <laughs> like Voltron. Yeah. Just, you know, everyone there together. You imagine the mental picture of that? Just angry at yourself. Like, you know, like normally you'd be in a three-point okay. stance about, about to block, but instead... How about this? You and your buddy do a menage a trois with a girl, and you, touch. you get friction. Is that gay? No, that's not. What? You're, you're fighting over a prize. <laughs>
But it's that it's that friction that's All right, helping you get to that ultimate point. Yeah. Yeah, no, that part of that part of it is. You ever have a three way with another dude? I've done a tag team. Uh what? Yeah. I didn't know that. Of course you did. Woohoo. That was the first uh piece of poon I got, but I didn't um Oh I, that's right. I didn't complete with that one. So it didn't count. Yeah, it didn't count. Uh, for the longest time, I said because he didn't actually complete the act, he was still a virgin. No, it, that does. Yeah, I'm with you. You can't sit here and rewrite the rules in the hideout. There's girls on my list that I have checked off. Yeah, that they don't count. Complete. What if you, that's you're fuzzy drunk, math. whiskey, alcohol? What if she just smells? That's Enron accounting. No, it doesn't count. What if you keep thinking about your best friend and he won't get out of your mind? <laughs> or your mom, Aunt Jemima, sitting there and you're like, I'm a stud. Right. All right. Now let's take it back. Well, my friend kept on talking the whole time. He's like, "Hey, do this to her." I'm like, no, really? Leave me alone. Who was it? Uh, you don't know him, Adam. Hmm. Mm. Sounds good. He, he actually was on the skankship for a while. They called him rape victim. <laughs> what? He called in and, like as a rape victim one time, just playing a prank, and everybody believed him. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, let's take it back to Satchelpatch for a moment. So you have been in a situation where it was you and there was another dude also involved? Yeah, it was me, a girl, and a, and a guy. Right. Same yeah. time? Yes. How is that any different from you guys sitting on the other side of the room just taking care of business, just staring at each other's eyes? We kind of were on the other side of the room. She was big, <laughs> and I was on one end. And, and, oh, well, it, you, you guys weren't in the same place. No, no, we weren't standing side by side. And, okay, you know, okay. It was opposite ends of the yeah, spectrum. Yeah, if you're wobbly H and you're fine. Yeah. Uh... Uh, now you got me confused on what's game, what isn't. I'll just agree that you guys are. Uh, it is the hideout FN right. Cubs. What if you aren't making out with a guy, but you guys are just spitting in each other's mouths? Nah, that, that doesn't count because I've done that to people before. If you're like picking on them, you hold them down, you know, you're shaking them up, and just, but we gotta agree at the very least that a lot of hazing or any of that kind of stuff not gay. is really homoerotic. Homoerotic, like, there but not is gay. Like, a, there's a closeted aspect to any of that stuff that goes on in hazing in, in locker rooms. I was made to dance naked one time in a, in a room full of guys. Not good. You can't just say that and then just leave it there. What yeah. do you mean? What happened? Uh, you know, I guess you could do a, a pretty decent, from a kid coming from Arkansas, Steve Irwin impersonation. And uh, when I was my freshman... I can imagine you can do the Beyonce bounce. <laughs> I actually can uh, uh, when I my freshman year of college, they would uh, make me do this all the time, constantly. And uh, one time, what, the Steve Irwin or the Beyonce, yeah, just, a little bit of both. It, you know, they they're one and the same, of course. And uh, we were at a party one time, and uh I say there's thirty, forty guys, maybe five girls. And uh, in anyway, we ended up. I don't I don't know how we ended up naked. But there was probably there was probably about ten dudes running around this party naked, you know, for the hell of it. To tell you the truth, I don't know why. Maybe you get drunk and like let's run naked, almost a street type deal. But uh, I end up having to do the Steve Irwin impersonation, uh, naked in in a, a room full of guys. Wow! Congratulations to you. Now is this gay? Yes. Um, yes. This show right now very much is. This uh, that Adam kid that I was just telling you about. Um, he was drunk at. Uh, our house with me and BJ, and me and BJ would just hand him things, and he would use them on himself when what? he was drunk. And we we didn't we weren't turned on by it. We were just laughing because he'd use anything we gave him. Like what a pillow cushion? No, like he would. Oh no! Yeah, it's <laughs> like uh, 
like beer bottles and stuff. Oh, oh no, man. no way, really? Yeah. That is homosexual. Yeah, but it was hilarious. <laughs> Same time, if you had some guy just sitting there and you're just throwing stuff at him, he was. <laughs> yeah, if you were there, you're a part of it. Now that is kind of gay. It's you totally are ironic. You, but are, it's you okay. are excited by that. Yeah, I mean that turns you on because. Oh, but wait a second. You are turned off. You are turned off. At if the you're very not turned least, off, I was laughing. No. At, at the very least, you would be charged with accessory to, to a homo. To gay. Yeah. Whatever. But you did you did contribute on some level to that. But you've contributed to the delinquency of a gay. Yes, I I will. Well, I don't, know if that. I don't know if it's delinquent. I'm not going to judge either way, but all I know is you were guilty. You definitely would be found guilty. All right, it is the hideout, uh, 106.7 WJFK. Other quick headline really fast. Oh, we were talking about headlines? Yeah, well, we did. We started off with the guy in the boy boots. Ah. So we just got off on a nice little tangent there. Critics slam Boston doctor who offers sex change treatment to kids. See, I'm thinking about getting... Or- I'm thinking about actually having kids now because I just got engaged. I think I'm gonna have kids in the future. I would be, I would be okay. Like I want a boy, but I guess I would be okay with a girl. Mm-hmm. But would you, would you be all right with this? Like if you were given a girl and she wanted to be a boy, or even vice versa. Wait, if the kid wants to be a boy, or if I want a boy instead. Either of girl? way, first of all, your kid comes to you at the age of seven and says, "Daddy, I really think I'm the wrong gender." First off, you try to beat it out of them. Mm-hmm. I think that's a given. If you, and if beating it out of them doesn't work, then you try to smack it out of them, and, and you just work up the chain of bats, fists, until, you know. Now, see, that's part I, of the oh, problem right there. No, I, say, I say you start with some good old-fashioned verbal abuse, yeah. and then you move up to the slaps and the rest of the stuff. It's like, domestically violent. Let's take it to the kid, uh, Twink McLovin. Do you when think- did you know you wanted to be a girl? At what age? Yeah. Did you feel that? No, but do you ever think that at all you were meant to be a girl or vice versa? No, no, okay. not at all. Did you ever want to be a girl, like ever? No, but what, do you know what your name would have been if you were a girl? Did your parents ever tell you that? <sighs> you know, they did, but I can't remember it. Mine was Jacqueline. I could see you as a Jacqueline. Yeah. I could certainly see yeah. you as a Jacqueline. I could still see you with a wig on and high heels going to the club. That's because he saw Jacqueline. you like that last week. Right, that's the only reason. That was the post-show meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I did want to be a girl once. Post-show, post-up. Yeah. One time I thought about, like, how easy chicks have it. Yeah. But, see, so you got to be a hot chick, though. Because you think if you were, and I would be a hot chick because I'm a hot dude. <laughs> but, like, you know, a lot of times, hot chicks, they get anything they want. What do you have? You would be the <laughs> ugliest woman in the world. <laughs> uh, it is the Hideout Hefe Dubs 106.7 WJFK. All right, let me ask this. Well, we're just let's keep it with the whole nice theme mm-hmm. of gay. Looking around the room right now, Hefe Dubs, Satchel Patch, and Twink uh, McLovin. If you had to pick any of them, like any of us, you got each one of us has to go around the room and think. All right, if that was a girl, that's who I'd sleep with. All right, I'm going to start. Everybody's looking at me. This isn't good. Yeah, I'm going to start with me. Okay. If I was looking, if I was thinking, all right, this is going to be don't a chick. Pick mine. I don't want to <laughs> fight with you over mine. We'll arm wrestle for it. Okay. <laughs> I think if I were to sleep with any of you guys, if you were girls. Look at look at McLovin. He's smiling. He's posing. Like, pick me, pick me. He's blushing, No, I, I already know what you all are going to say, so. 
Well, no, you don't, because I pick Satchel Pack. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I think you look like Nelly Furtado. Yeah. It'd be hot. <laughs> All right, Satchel Pack, who are you oh, picking? I gotta go with Justin just because he's so filthy. You know, he, he'd be a, he'd be a good little little tussle. Yeah, I'd uh, work it. He looks like he might bite. Uh, all right. I uh, I'd uh, I'd go to the next bar. The Nalk, you're such an ass. You wouldn't pick any of us? Come on, you, you got to. You got to pick one. I, I, we're, and pick we, we're, we're easy. We won't turn you down. Okay, God, I don't even know. I would pick, uh, God, uh, I don't know. You got to Satchel Patch. Real? Why? Yay! Uh, <laughs> okay. No, why? Why? Uh, I don't why? know. I just, I just. Because I have that Nelly Furtado thing I, going on? Whatever he said, I don't know. Let my hair blow in the wind? <laughs> Let's, let's play a little Say It Right later on in the show, and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back, and we will talk to uh, your cousin, Bike Curious BJ, yeah. who just got let out of prison. And There's a lot of prison talk going on in here. Yeah, <laughs> it, it all fits. Quick break. We'll come back. F.A. and Dubs, we're in the hideout with our buddies, the kid McLovin and Twink on 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. 84. Hideout, yeah. Good evening, godless sodomites. The Hideout. Or we will destroy this place. Back in the Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. El Jefe and J-Dubs with you. It's Saturday night, buddies. If you want to add us on MySpace, it's myspace.com slash hideout radio. The new boys, they're also going to be, uh, they're up. They should be up in our top friends on hideout radio on myspace.com. They're, they're on mine without a doubt. Myspace.com slash jdubs517. Myspace.com slash jdubs517. Flip Satchel is on my top friends as well as he goes as the kid on MySpace. Um, they're up there with the likes of Kerry Von Erich and Soda Popinski from Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Grass boys. I, however, refuse to put him in my top friends. Uh, you gotta, you gotta be a special kind of person to make the cut. Namely, you have to be one of my animals. Uh, and you're working your way there, boys. You're working your way there. All right. Uh, if you want to get in, 800-636-1067. For those of you that maybe don't know, uh, for the longest time, a character, an auxiliary character to this show, mm-hmm. has been your cousin, Bicurious BJ. Yes. Uh, Bicurious BJ, every every single story that you have ever had going back through your life of doing something horrid to somebody mm-hmm. relates to this kid, Bicurious BJ. Yeah, he's always been my sidekick, uh, the Batman to my Robin, or whatever, something like that. He's always been there whenever I'm doing something stupid, funny, or dangerous. The chuck to your buck. Yes. And what's really interesting about that is the fact that this kid is always in trouble. Mm -hmm. We made a documentary when we were in Orlando at Real Radio 104.1 about Bicurious BJ. Behind the Bicurious. Behind the Bicurious. Somewhere on MySpace, even, too, there is a trailer for that. Actually, it's on his uh, his MySpace page. He has both trailers up there. If you go to, of course, my MySpace again, myspace.com slash jdubs517. What are you trying to drive hits? What yes, is this? Yes, and... Uh, you got you to gotta watch the trailer to this thing because it's hilarious. I mean, that, really, in the trailer, it sums up who by, by Here's BJ is. 
Uh, but the fact that he's always getting in all sorts of trouble with you. Mm. Last time we talked to him in the hideout uh, for the for the new boys that have joined the show, uh, Satchel Patch, and also to the kid McLovin. Last time he was on the show, uh, we talked about the fact that he could be going to jail. Yes. Is By Curious BJ on the phone with us now? By Curious BJ is on the line. BJ. Yes. How's it going? All right. Here's the other. Here's the other thing that's interesting about this kid too. He he looks exactly like Conan O'Brien, except if Conan O'Brien were four foot two and five hundred pounds. That's what By Curious BJ looks like. The kid is just hideous. Uh, I always liken it to a Coke can that you smash, and as it gets smaller, it gets wider. That's BJ to Conan O'Brien. Uh, BJ, how are you? I'm good. It was a good, uh, good description there. I think it was. I think it was dead on. It was spot on for anyone that goes to the MySpace. What's your MySpace? Uh, what's your little profile like? It's your... uh, it's MySpace.com/slash/bozo-bob. Okay, bozo-bob. Easy enough for us to remember. Uh, you boys may want to go check that out if you get the chance. So, BJ, did you go to prison? Uh, I went to I went to county jail. Fantastic! Congratulations. Why didn't you call me before you went? Because you said you were going to. You wanted to write me letters and have. Well, I didn't think I was going, and I ended up going for a couple just for just a couple days. Why did you Why did you go to prison? What was the What were you charged with? Uh, I got a. I had an original DUI. Are they all impaired? I thought they were locking people up in Michigan for being gay. Um, because if they were, crimes. yeah, <laughs> if they were, you'd be going. Um, so it was DUI. And then, uh, well, I, I got a slap on the wrist for that, but I missed a, proba- a probation meeting, so they nailed me with a probation violation. Right. And how many what? days did you do? Two and a half. Dude, how did you survive <laughs> all, what, 70-some-odd hours? 60-some-odd hours? Well, he, BJ has high anxiety. He has different different issues with his um, mental makeup, where he, he needs to take all these kinds of uh, mood stabilizers to Get him through a day. He feels like the walls are closing in on him when mm-hmm. actually they are because he's just getting fatter as the day goes. So it's one of day those. T- yeah, that too. It's one of those type of situations. So what? What? Tell me about your anxiety, BJ. It was actually. It was really. It, it was not bad at all. I was actually in a gym. What? In a gym. Yeah, I was they, in a gym. They sing it at Golds. Yeah. By the way, that is prison for this fat bastard. <laughs> Go get on a treadmill, chubby. No, no, I'm not interested. Uh, can I get more gravy with that? So, by curious BJ here in the hideout, one hundred six point seven WJFK. You went to prison, which was actually a gymnasium. Yeah, it was like a middle, like an elementary school gym, but without they took the basketball hoops out. All right, I'm sure for most of us, if you think back and remember what elementary school PE was. It's kind of like prison, too. Did you guys play with the big, uh, uh, what was that thing where you'd yeah, the we parachute? Have, yeah, we had a big playing, parachute. Yeah, playing kickball and dodgeball and all that kind of stuff, wuffle ball. Oh, no, there were no, uh, no activities, just, just people playing cards and chess. And... Jesus, this sounds... did you make friends while you were in there? Uh, I did. I, I socialized with everybody. It sounds like it was a class reunion. Um, oh, uh, I slept a lot of it, too. So. All right, so you're, in, you're just in a gymnasium? Yeah, lock in a gym for two and a half days. Do they make you run laps? Don't they do that like after prom so that you don't go out drinking? Don't they, well, doesn't everybody is, go into a gymnasium like locked up so they didn't go out and drink in a drive? It's Revenge of the Nerds. They got off, they got kicked out of their house and then they had to go sleep in the gym. Oh, dude, yeah, well, what it is? What it is is the, the jail is so overcrowded. Mm-hmm. 
the gym was originally used just for like an hour wreck a day for 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 certain individuals, and they turned it into housing because they get so overcrowded. So I take all the people that are low security when they're overcrowded and shove them in there. So you're low risk. Yeah, I guess I was low risk. How many people were in the gym? I'd say twenty-five people. Did you see a lot of gay sex? <laughs> I actually didn't see anything even remotely like that, unfortunately. How disappointing. Absolutely. Oh, uh, it would have been, it would have been, it would have made my trip if I would have seen something like that. Guys just been, getting under, getting under the bleachers, just making out like it really is middle school. Um, oh, it would have been, <laughs> it's definitely, I would definitely would have wrote home about it. It would have been great. <laughs> Did you write any letters? Did you write to your wrote, mom? Just, Did you say, dear Mrs. It. Ewok? <laughs> His mom looks like an Ewok, yes. by the way. <laughs> Different uh, sci-fi character to I talk to you. So yeah. Uh, How is Jar Jar? <laughs> I wrote one letter to a to, to a friend. Who's that? Uh, one of my friends named Jeff. Did he get it he before you got out? Uh, no, he got it after I got out. <laughs> Jeez, it's so stupid. Hey, go check the mail, BJ. Here's the letter I wrote for you. Uh, so, all right, what was it like? What was the experience like? By the way, if any of the boys, we got a couple new characters here in the hideout with this bike here is BJ. Satchel Patrick, I'm sure, has been locked up before, and the kid McLovin, who would just be fresh meat. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> the kid is just so young looking. He he would be the type that does get raped in county, knowing yeah. it's raped in county. But the kid, for some reason, would get it. We give him a wig. He looks like Cameron Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this, BJ: What was the experience like? Was it was it a mixed crowd? You are in Michigan. Was it a lot of brothers? A lot of white guys? It was very. It was actually. It was. Totally stereotypical, like all the stereotype, stereotypical things you think about. Like you hear about people being incarcerated, and you know the you know the black guy gets it worse than the white guy. All <laughs> completely and totally true. What do you, so, what do you mean? Oh, it was great. It was just, it we was great. Biggest, oh, we were getting the biggest kick out of it. I don't. I have it. It was it, unbelievable. <laughs> all right. Well, what do you mean? What do you mean stereotypical? <laughs> Explain yourself. Well, they always say that you know the black, you know, the white man. Oh, we know, we know, we know the stereotype. But did you? How do you prove that? What was well, the proof of that? Well, they they kept asking me. Everyone in there kept asking me what I was charged with and how many days I had. And I told them that I was a, it was a probation violation and that they sentenced they sentenced me to four days in jail. Mm-hmm. And they, no one could believe it. They were shocked. They were, they were actually getting mad at me about it. Like I didn't sentence myself. So if a if a black guy or did you meet a black guy who had the same uh, situation? How long did he get? Well, there was no one, you know, with, with alcohol-related issues, but there were, like, drug. You know, there were other people who were probation violations. Right. The, the black guys were Stop getting, like, it. 90 days. What? It, all right, probation from, violations. All right, so the brothers were getting 90 days for oh, probation violation? And the, and the little pasty, fat, white bastard only gets four? Oh, it was bad. And then there were two guys. They both owed back child support. They, they both owed back child support. The one, and they both, the, the white guy actually owed more than the black guy. Mm-hmm. And the black guy was better about paying his child support than the white guy, and the white guy got 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 twenty days, and the black guy got forty five days. Whoa! <laughs> I don't want to hear that everything's better race wise because it sounds like the brothers are still getting the uh, the shaft oh, when it comes oh, to the, the, the part that was that we were laughing about the most. The part that we just we couldn't get over was the way the plea bargains were working. Okay, you get a white guy who say perfect example. Let's say that I got. There was one guy, he, had a, he was in there for a DUI, and he was driving on a suspended license, mm-hmm. and he, uh, what else? He uh, was he driving on a suspended license, and he violated his probation. 
they completely and totally dismissed the probation violation, threw out the driving on a suspended license, and gave them gave them like thirty days for thirty days jail for the for the DUI. Yeah. Black guy, same deal, same type of scenario. They freaking just pile it all on. There's no plea bargain for him. None, none running like, concurrent. They're all just. Uh... Oh yeah, it's bad. The drug. There was a white guy in there who had a possession of marijuana. He mm-hmm. forgot he had like he had quite a bit on him, and they just, you know, and they just reduced it to possession of marijuana. But the guy was on again. The guy's on probation, so they nailed him for like 45 days. Black guy has less marijuana than him, and they nailed him for. Possession of marijuana with intent to distribute. Whoa, <laughs> Jesus, man! Uh, Flip Satchel has a question here in the hideout for Bi Curious BJ. Our guest, recently released from Michigan prison, dubs his uh, cousin. What do you got, Satchel? Hey, BJ. One thing I want to know: when you were in court, did did anybody have representation from a lawyer? Because I think that might make a difference. Or was there just you know public figures out there or appointed attorneys to take up for some of these guys? When I went to court, there was only a handful of people that got sentenced. Uh-huh. I had a court, I had a court appointed attorney, and so pretty much everyone who I talked to all had court appointed attorneys. What'd you pay them with, little Debbie cakes? Oh, my court appointed attorney! I didn't have to pay anything. Just pulling them out of your pocket. Did you sneak anything in? No, they uh, when I when I they definitely made sure I didn't take anything in. All right. Oh, did they check they you? Did, imagine, imagine this. Imagine seeing this site. They brought me in. They uh, made me get naked. <laughs> Did you wink at them? Did you wink? Did they and make you wink? Me, you should have got aroused. You should have just. They had me lift. The guy had me lift my and wink. <laughs> oh, oh. And then turn around and bend over and spread my cheeks and cough. My <laughs> cough. That's how you wink at them. Ah. Well, hey, I guess if I had something. To All do. right. Uh, it is the hideout. Hefe and Dubs. One hundred six point seven WJFK on a Saturday night. When you walk in there, like, do you cover yourself up? Because that's what I would think. Like, like when I'm in the gym at Gold's in the morning before I come in uh, to do my uh, my morning show, to, like to work out. Like when I'm about to shower, man, I I'm stealth. I'm like a freaking uh, Skinamax movie mm-hmm. where you know they get every angle but the actual uh, Dugan shot. Yeah, like no one ever sees it because I'm very stealth about it. Even when I'm putting on my underwear. Or I'm I'm wrapping myself with my towel or whatever. Like, were you stealth, or did you just have to sit there in all your fatness with like your stretch marks around your pelvic area, uh, just showing everything off? You paint a pretty picture. Yeah, with your thumb. Uh, no, that they, thing that uh, looks like a thumb down there. <laughs> they they bring you in and they they cl- I don't know exactly how they did the classification. At first, I thought it was they, they mixed it by misdemeanor and felonies, but mm-hmm. it's not that, that. I found out that's not the case. They do it by Again, weight. If you're low level, if you're low level, they give you like this. If you look at it from a distance, it looks like a navy blue jumpsuit, mm-hmm. but it's actually a greenish color. And if you're high risk, <laughs> they give you an orange suit. Yeah. Well, again, all the white guys in green, all the black guys in green, in orange. That's crazy. <laughs> you man. agree with that? I, I know there's this racial do divide. Do you agree? I mean, no, seriously. When I spent some time in there, when you know, it's probably a four day stint. Actually, I think three days. Uh, I, you know, I was in there and I couldn't help but notice that the black people were like barking at everybody, bringing food around. They wouldn't stop cursing. I mean, they're acting crazy. I'm over there trying to, you know, eat my cold fish sticks. How are the, how are the cold fish sticks in Michigan, by the way? You can tell me that in a second. But, you know, I'm eating my cold, my cold fish sticks hanging out and they will not shut up and I'm looking at them and be like, will you please just sit down, shut up, act civilized. Wait a second, wait a second. I'm not going to let you say that ever. I'm not all saying all brothers. I'm saying the ones in prison. But all of you. Every single one of you, I'm talking to you, Satchel Patch, and I'm talking to you, Bicurious BJ. 
you guys are animals because you end up locked up in the system. So you can't just say it's the brothers that are acting like animals. Well, once I sobered up, I started to act normal once again. (laughs) BJ, how was it? Was did everyone get along, or did you guys separate out like us? Actually, it's funny. I actually hung out. I hung out with the black guys. The black guys were a heck of a lot cooler than white guys. I can tell you that. Why is that? Were all creepy, like molester type. (laughs) Man, you didn't fit in there. (laughs) What's that? And you didn't fit in there. Nah, I, I don't think I fit that category. Sure you do. Stop you. Hey, hey, the, hey, the brothers let me hang out MySpace. with MySpace.com so. slash Bozo Bob. See if he looks like a molester. So the brothers <laughs> dug you, huh? Yeah, they, the one thing that did surprise me, and I, you know, I don't know if, I don't know if you can say this word on the air there, but I was shocked, and I still am shocked. All right, hold on a second. Hold I on. know where he's going. All right, can't, do you think he could say it? No. <laughs> how, how often did they use, you just said the N-word. Every... Fifth word, I'll, I'll, they were saying the N word. Every fifth word. Did they? Because they let you hang out with them, were you allowed to say it? Oh no! And they tried trapping. They, they were messing, messing with me, trying to trap me into saying it. <laughs> sure, it's okay, white boy. Go ahead. Yeah, the one guy. Oh yeah, the one guy. You were just about to call me a, and you know, you're just about to call me that, weren't you? And I was like, no. And they're all looking at me, and they all start laughing because they're messing with me about it. But I, I didn't think you just said, like, yeah, yeah, uh, that ran through my mind. Dude, no, I mean, it was, they were totally cool about it. They, I just was, I was shocked. I was. I you didn't was, know I that still, black people use the N word all the time, or what? What oh, shocked I do, you? I do, but I didn't realize it was to that extent. I was shocked. I still am. Right, what do you mean you're shocked? You're, you're shocked as if you saw a baby gutted. He feels violated. Yeah. What do you mean you're shocked? Did you find it offensive? And somebody had to just type up every word, you know, in an hour period that was used, and, and put a check next to it every time it's used again. You, that, it would be. By far the most used word, just I mean, ridiculously used. Hey, what did y'all eat in there? Ate a lot of we ate a lot of like hash brown style potatoes with <laughs> gold sticks stuff on it, and or it was I mean it, some of it wasn't bad, some of it was gross. I don't think I'm ever gonna have to anyway, that. That's, <laughs> a, that's the two categories of prison food. Some of it wasn't bad, some of it was gross. But I'm telling you, I just logged on to his MySpace site. You know, he looks like the guy that that would. The little red-headed fat kid that would play on all the little soccer movies, like, uh, <laughs> you know, like the Sandlot. He played on the Sandlot, and he played the kickball game. Remember, remember the one? You're killing, you're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me. Remember the, uh, <laughs> the the one fat red-headed kid that has, like, the curly yeah, hair? Yeah, that's him. And he's just so awkward He looking. plays in all the little kid movies, right. like on the soccer team or the baseball team or whatever. You what know, was his name like the, on? Wasn't he on uh, Mighty Ducks, too? Wasn't he yeah, the goalie? Yeah, gotta be. Goldberg the goalie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, BJ, you suck. Uh, it is the Hideout FA Dubs 106.7 WJFK. What did you say you wouldn't you would never eat again? Coleslaw. Oh, I thought you were going to say black man. Uh, that you had your fill. One thing we did, it was funny, when we first started talking about the sentence, the differencing and the sentencing guidelines, mm-hmm. I thought it was just a coincidence because it was 75% black guys in there and probably 25% white with one Mexican guy. It is Michigan. Mm-hmm. And they... And at first I thought it was just a coincidence. I'm not just coincidental. You must, you know, you, you must have priors, or you know, we're, we're arguing about it. So, but we'll wait. Every new guy that comes in here, we'll ask them. And sure enough, we were like waiting for people, new people to come in just to ask them. And it was, it was, oh, it was the funniest thing. We were laughing so hard. <laughs> BJ, the you should have been. Then he's got his all of his all of his uh, it's everything's piled up. All of his charges are piled up. The white guy gets pled down. You should have been an anthropologist. I mean, really, that's what an an- that's an anthropological experiment right there. The kid did a case study. He didn't even realize it. He was just being annoying. <laughs> turns, turns out he's actually doing actual something 
uh, that could go into a textbook somehow. All right, by a curious BJ. So when you finally get your freedom, 60-some-odd hours later, what was the first thing you did when you get released from the pen? I violated my, I violated probation within 10 minutes of being out. <laughs> what would you do? There <laughs> I got do? out. I got out of the parking lot, and a couple of my friends picked me up. And the first thing they did was hand me a Miller Lite. Oh Jesus! Nice. Are you kidding? No. Don't no, you don't you know right you down. have an issue? What's that? Don't you know you have an issue? He was originally busted for DUI. Yeah. Did they give you the oh, keys yeah, and say had, drive to? I just drank one beer and went home. It was this kind. Of, I think no, you did with me. Are you not allowed to drive? I mean, I'm sorry no, to. No, I can drive now. What? But to drink at all? Oh, I I can't now because of, I'm on probation for three more months. Really? Three months, I, I'd be free and clear. <laughs> what DWI is this? Your first? Yes. And you spent three days. I had a buddy who, who had four DWIs, and he spent four days in jail. Tops. White guy? Yeah. That's why. Hey, BJ, so since you just admitted this, could we send this to the Michigan Department of Corrections and get you arrested again? Oh, no, no, because I would just say, hey, wait, just for the just for radio. No, it's not. <laughs> Nothing you ever Test his blood. Yeah, test him. It's still in there. Do they have a brank, uh, like an anklet or anything on you? No. A canklet. Nothing. Those big, big things. <laughs> yeah, get it? I like, Dub said, I like what Dubs originally said last mm. time we talked. He said he was going to mail me a file to see if, see if he'd get me in trouble. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. <laughs> um, I just, I, just I want to do that and uh, send them like, gay nudes. So it came through and they're like, hey. Go ahead. Yeah. All right, BJ. So is there any final words that you'd give to all the heretics who are listening that are maybe thinking about violating yeah, actually, probation I kind of funny if i can find i think it's in my i think i can pull it out right here one <laughs> of the, one of the <laughs> that brothers, is hilarious so small one of the brothers wrote me a note <laughs> and he told me to call make a phone call when i got out stop it. Drug running for him <laughs> I, I kid you not he, oh, he wanted me to this is exactly what his note says mm -hmm. it says okay I just pull it out of my pocket here it says i guess they call this guy street or wheezy <laughs> Don't ask me. <laughs> Breaking stereotypes. It says, it says he needs five hundred dollars on the 29th to get out. It says he'll get. He's going to be getting his stuff. about he's getting a check. <laughs> he'll have a check and he'll pay him back when he gets it. But he left me the phone number. Obviously, I won't give you the phone number. But he wrote. He, he didn't give me the, the, the his girlfriend's name. He just wrote. Uh, my tell him it's his baby's. It's his baby's. He's the baby's daddy. He's calling. <laughs> <laughs> Have you called so yet? Call, I'm supposed to call this, this girl who I don't even know and go, oh, yeah, I'm calling for your baby's daddy. Have you called yet? No, I haven't called. Do you want to do it on the air? Yeah, call it right now. I mean, oh, wait a second. You're, are you near another phone? Uh, I I could probably, yeah, I can go. I can get it on another phone right now. All right, go to the other phone, but leave that phone on, and so we can hear both your, your side of the conversation. No, I'll tell you what. If, if he gives us a number, we can dial out of here and just let him do the talking. Well, I don't, I don't want to. We can't put her voice on the air. Yeah, we can't put her on the air, but we can hear his. Because I don't even want to hear her. I want to hear his, oh, I do. <laughs> his awkward side of the conversation. you got to make sure we don't hear her voice at all. But, yeah, go grab another phone and call her and tell her what's up. Can, All right, I can do it. Yeah, go do All that right. right now. Go grab the other phone. Dude, this is awesome. You're in the hideout, half and dubs, 106.7. Try, try to be street with her, too. I, I, I don't know. Does he try to be street, or does he try to just be BJ? No, be street. He, he's got to earn some cred a little yeah. bit in there, spending some time four Say days yo, in huh? prison. I don't know. Okay. I don't know, though. I think it's funnier if he doesn't. I think it's funnier if he's just his, his but, awkward self. You can't just... Yeah, I be, you can't, okay, here we go. Hold on a second. Wait a second. BJ, okay. you can't just call her 
and give her the info, you got to strike up a conversation with her, too. Ask how they met. You know, ask what she's doing this weekend. Yeah, you got to try hitting on her. Yeah. Be like, hey, he's not out to the 29th. You want to hook up? What's Word. Going? Yeah, what's going on, sweetie? All right. All right. You we'll use it. all, like, ghetto 1980 lingo. Yeah. Like, your stuff is really <laughs> out of date. Some from the Sugar Hill Gang. <laughs> all right, but make sure we cannot hear her side. So, like, even if you want to pull the phone that you're talking to us about, if you want to pull that back away from you a little bit so we hear you. Well, you can't hear the dial phone right now, can you? Nope. No. We're good. I think you'll be all right. All right. Awesome. <laughs> all right. And what's your name? Do you, do you even know her name? Her name's Bianca. <laughs> All right, awesome. Ask her what she looks like. I don't know if I, I doubt this might be the wrong number. I don't know if that's a zero or a nine. We'll find out right now. <laughs> All right, we'll find out. So what exactly is he doing? He's calling to say, hey, baby daddy needs a check for 500 so I get out of prison. Did he under? Did you all understand that? I couldn't understand yeah. anything that... Uh... I haven't understood the whole segment, but yeah. that's all right, though. We'll see if we can figure it out as we go. All I know is he's calling... $500? How much did he say he needed? Do you remember? Five hundred. Five hundred. He's getting a check. I'm getting a check. Just get me out, and I'll get the. By the time I get out, the check will be in. Yeah. Sure. I'm yeah. I've tried that one before. <laughs> sure, that'll go I mean, over well. My parents left me in there for the weekend. Something about it, he'll learn a lesson. Are you calling, BJ? Yeah, I did. That was the wrong number. I'm trying not to hit with a nine now. Come on, man. Get it together. Learn to read. I'm going. All right. Hold on. <laughs> did hey, he just? Bianca there. Hey, Bianca. What's going on? <laughs> I'm calling for. Jesus. Uh, can't even think of his name now, is it? Your Weezy? baby daddy. Weezy. Weezy. Your baby's daddy? Weezy. Well, he told me to give you a call. I was just in Washington all with him. Weezy. He's in the hole. He told me to call he told me to call and give you a message. Weezy, his name is Weezy. He said that uh on the twenty ninth, I don't know what's the date today, he needs five hundred dollars to get out of jail. And he says that uh if his check's there, he'll pay you back, whatever that means. So yeah. Yeah, and he told me to call his mom, too. What's, what's, what's her name? Uh, Donna? Donna? So I should give her a call, too? Okay. All right. Ask her what she's doing. Uh, I could. She was in a hurt. She was working. Call her back and just say, by the way, what are you doing right now? <laughs> Somebody just pulled up at the drive-thru. She had to take another order. What are you wearing? <laughs> uh, what did she say? She just said she was. I couldn't. She was using her slang. <laughs> so it's kind of hard to understand her. Can you call his mom now too? No, uh, he didn't get the I, number. I could. I just got yelled at. What do you mean? So one of the I I'm in an office and one of uh, my mom's down there and she was yelling at me for making calls for prison calls. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk to Ma? What's that? <laughs> Do you want to talk to his mom? I don't know. Didn't we talk make about your... be, her being in prison? Him... Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should talk to your mom. You want to talk to my mom? Yeah. Let's talk to Rue. Oh, no. Not happening. Let's talk to Rue. She's not. She's working. No, let's just talk to Rue. <laughs> Tell her. Did she know you were in prison? Yeah, she knew. And it's jail. I wasn't in prison. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, is she proud? Uh, I'm sure she's embarrassed. Yeah, Why? <laughs> Uh, well, I'm, her son went to jail, so... But is she more embarrassed that her son went to jail or her son's still living with her? Or <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he's 5'5 five, five and 400 pounds? Well I, well, I definitely can't be a, uh... I mean, I guess I'm not a big, bright star in her life, so... <laughs> You're just an anchor. <laughs> Literally. Hey, could, could be worse. Hey, let's, let's talk to her. <laughs> did, she really, did she really yell at you? 
Yeah, she's a, I, 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 could hear, I could hear her. Oh, yeah. Get the mom on the phone, and then you could call that lady back and get the phone number to the mom you need to talk to, uh, to Weezy's mom. Number. I have the phone number for the mom. But you can't call it because mom's yelling <laughs> that he's making prison calls on her <laughs> call, phone. Call Weezy's mom. What is, hey, Street. What, hold on a second. What, is, what does your mom do, BJ? She owns a paper. She owns a newspaper. <laughs> really? Just one. Yeah, she owns She owns the local town newspaper I live in. Which And which, what's that? The Stockbridge uh, Town Crier. The Stockbridge Town Crier. Did you make the police beat? No, no. <laughs> she didn't, she didn't report. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Because it's happened in a different county. Tell your mom you're covering the beat, man. You're doing an expose on the prison system. Oh, she, I, she, I think she was just didn't know what the heck was going on. She just heard me say, "Yeah, I'm calling, please, nothing." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, I'm calling to talk to Weezy's baby's mama. Hey, let's talk. But, to, let us talk to your mom. No. Why? Cause I, it's not, it's not into that. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked to her on the show before. Yeah, but you know, I. Now is not a good time. <laughs> Why not? He's already in hot water, probably. <laughs> What's she gonna do? Kick you out? Hey, I hey, I just uh, don't think it'd be good entertainment. It's gonna be fantastic entertainment. <laughs> it's rude. Yeah, no, no thanks. All right, fair enough. All right, anything else, uh, Dubs, that you want to uh, talk to BJ about? Nah, it's just a prison. Ah, oh, boy. <laughs> when are you gonna call the mom? Uh, I probably later tonight. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I maybe I should get the mom's phone number yeah. and see if I can get a date with her. You really should call the chick back. Her name's Donna. I bet she's I bet she's a gem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, that that brings up something. You dating anybody right now? Uh, no. No. Hey, have you been dating anybody since the? Uh... Did you get any poons since you got released? No, no. But I've been, I'm on a dry spell right now. Um. No internet. What was your, what's your last internet conquest? Uh, shoot, it's been a while because I think I pretty much ran that well dry. <laughs> you ran the internet dry? <laughs> the World Wide Web. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> For people who don't know you, give us your worst internet hookup story. The worst the one. Worst, the, the worst? The worst one. internet hookup story? Yeah. Oh, man. Where you uh, went all the way. Uh, How many? Okay. I, well, so there's a semi driving by. <laughs> Step in front of it. Do yourself a favor. Out on the highway. Yeah. All right, here we go. I got this. I mean, I don't know which one's the worst, but here's mm -hmm. a good one. So if I uh, get a hold of this lady, she lives in Lansing. She uh, invites me over, and I say okay, and I she gives me her phone number, and I oh. drive over there, and it turns out she lives at a trailer park. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, I, mean, I guess well, you know what am I? What do I expect? So I go in, and she's extremely skinny. I mean, she looks she looks like anorexic type skinny. Yeah, AIDS. And I'm thinking it, and just by looking at her at first, I'm thinking, no, I don't know if I'm interested, but you know, I'm I'm going to go forward with it and see what happens. This will be easy. Yeah. So I think we started. I think we had a couple couple cocktails, <laughs> and we start after a while. We start making out. <laughs> What's your screen? And I have my hand. I have my hand on the back of her head, and I feel a bump. Like oh. a little bump. Mm -hmm. I didn't think anything of it. I just thought, oh, she's supposed to have a bump. So anyways, later on, I got my hand on her back, and I feel like another bump. <laughs> anyways, over the course of all this, it turns out she's got bumps all over her body. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell's going on, but I, 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 I had to go in anyway. <laughs> you went at it anyway? 
I win. I, 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 I win it anyway. I just put that aside. All right. How many times did you go back to her? Just that one. I didn't go back after that. Well, I know you've gone back to a few beaten oh, gems. Oh, sure. I didn't go back to that one. I just that one just kind of creeped me out. And I'm like, ah, I enough. What do you mean? She had bumps everywhere. I don't know, man. It looks like little tumors. <laughs> <laughs> little tumors. So they were bigger than a pimple, but smaller than a kneecap. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's little she, little tumors. Right. Like, she was like a baked potato just sprouting everywhere because she'd been out too long. All right. Second worst internet hookup story. Oh, man. How do you uh, think that? He can. Oh, man. Let me let me, let me take for a minute. Oh, All right, I, okay. All right, uh, hold on. Let me recap. It's by Curious BJ. We're in the hideout, 106.7 WJFK on a Saturday night. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> I okay. I met this one lady out in Jackson. So if you know, so for people out no in Jackson, Michigan, it's a little, it's it's, it's a dirty city in Michigan. Woodbridge. Yeah. <laughs> so I go over and I meet this lady, and she's. She told me she was 35. I mean, she's got to be in her 50s. Okay. And we're talking, you know, and she's got, I mean, she looks all right, I guess. Nothing special, a little chubby. That hasn't stopped me before. Mm-hmm. You know, she's got all her teeth. Don't think anything, you know, all right, cool, everything's fine. And everyone goes to bed, and she, like, starts getting a little closer to me, and she reaches up. Wait, everyone goes yeah. to bed. <laughs> How many people are over there? Who is over there? I would there? say five or six people. So oh, see, who are, are they? I I don't know. Friends, kids, I don't know. <laughs> kids, <laughs> friends, kids, I don't know. Did she, were hey. you babysitting over there? Hey, I don't ask many questions. I just I'm just along for the ride. <laughs> Whose kids were they? Are those your kids? Are your parents home? Uh, you know who who all's in this thing? Is this your family's house? How old are you? I'm assuming I'm assuming this is her 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 friends or family. I don't know. All right, all right, go ahead. So she taking a drink of water. Again, we start making out again. Mm-hmm. So she does something, and I, I didn't see what she did. She turns, she was doing something with her mouth, and turns back over, and we're making out again. And like a couple minutes later, I went to the bathroom, I came back in, and we were talking. She pulled out dentures. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't like full, like it wasn't like the whole mouth, but it was like it was like, the, her, like three of her front teeth. <laughs> Sorry, but I, but I went in anyway. Oh, boy. All right. BJ, you disgust me. You should have never been let out. I can't believe they let you out. You're a menace to society. <laughs> what? I'm a barrel full of good com- comedic entertainment. You're, you're just a barrel. That's it. That's all you are. Just a big, fat barrel of lard. Bacon grease. All right, BJ. You're not going right. to let us talk to your mom? No. <laughs> Maybe we could say that for the next the next time the next time you call. Yeah, when she's not so mad. <laughs> What's she angry about? I don't know. I as soon as she started yelling at me, I hung up the phone and ran out. <laughs> hey, still <laughs> running from his mom. So people know how old are you? I'm 27. <laughs> uh, all right, but all these stories that I'm telling you, I mean, these happened back when I was like 23, 24. Yeah, forever ago. <laughs> um, yeah. Anything in the last year of note that we should know about? Rather than jail? Um, no, I actually been pretty mellow, so I got I got to get back in. Like I said, no good bar it's stories. Not that I ran the internet dry. It's not that I ran the internet dry. The internet's a you know a plethora of anything. Okay. But here's the deal: mm-hmm. how many women? How many women have you ever talked to that said, "You know what? I'm, you know what I'm really looking for in a guy? I'm looking for a guy who's short, 
chubby, red hair, freckles all over his body. Got a lisp. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, ever, you don't hear that very often, so it's not like I have a lot of options. So I ran my well dry. Right. Um, I hope that car in the background hits you. All right, BJ, <laughs> I want you to have a fantastic rest of your night, and uh, tell your mom we said hello, and make sure you get that message along to uh, the mama, the baby mama. I, I will do. All right, BJ, 5,000. All right, 5,000. 5,000. There he is, by Curious BJ. What a fat loser. What the hell was that about? <laughs> That's Dubs' best friend slash cousin slash I don't know what the kid is. He's it's insane. Best friend? Seriously? Yeah. yeah they grew, grew up, up together. together. Wow. So, so y'all come from the same mold, the same lawn. No, nah, we're like cousins through marriage. It's uh, kind of, but we're, we've are we been friends for since Where we he's from, four. everyone's a cousin. Oh, whatever. That's the way it is in Fowlerville, Michigan, where he grew up. All right, there it is. Bye, Curious BJ. You're telling that to Arkansas? Right? I, know, I know. Well, if anyone's going to understand, it's going to be Arkansas Satchel Patch. We'll take a quick break, come back. It's a hideout Saturday night. Again, if you want to add us on MySpace, myspace.com slash hideoutradio, or hit up the fan board, hideoutheretics.net. What's BJ's MySpace again? MySpace.com slash BozoBob. Uh, more Hideout next. Hefe and Dubs on 106.7 WJFK. You're in the Hideout. The Hideout with El Hefe and J Dubs. Well, they're totally gay for each other. The Hideout. The Hideout. El Hefe and J Dubs. Caution. Retards in area. The Hideout. Back in the Hideout. Saturday night. Hefe and Dubs. 106.7 WJFK. Hideoutheretics.net, the fan board. MySpace.com slash hideoutradio. We got some new stuff coming to WJFK.com as well. I am Alhafe, that is J Dubs. Joined by our new buddies, the Satchel Patch and the kid McLovin. We just got done talking to Bike here. He's BJ, yep. your cousin. I wish, I know we made the documentary about him, mm-hmm. and it was, wasn't ever really completed. Our buddy Soft made it when we were in Orlando. He's out working on, like, um, Family Jewels on VH1 and doing all these reality shows out in L.A., really living life up. But what's funny to me, like, when I always think of Bicurious BJ, the kid, whether he, I mean, he's, you heard him. He's a loser. Yeah, he's a psychopath loser. He's a bona fide loser, but the kid gets ass. He's able, and, and he he always gets chicks that are lacking limbs. Lumpy. Like, or lumpy. Or lumpy. <laughs> like, he uh, he told me uh, the other day where he was, oh, no, actually, this is the guy he was with. Um, He he was up front making out the chick BJ was, and this guy was in the back of this van rocking this legless chick, and all you could see was the one leg of the legless chick <laughs> just flopping up in the air. The nub. But the, the kid, like, here's, you know what's funny? I saw this thing, because, you know, I'm, I'm getting engaged. We talked about it on last week's show, mm-hmm. where attractive men equal bad husbands. Mm-hmm. And it's this whole thing of if you're an ugly dude, then you're probably going to be more appreciative of the chick that you have. Loyal. Yeah, you're going to be more loyal and stuff like that. But then BJ comes out of nowhere and just destroys that. Because I think even as an ugly guy, he'd be an awful husband because he's just constantly out causing trouble. Out causing trouble, never works, never has held a job in his life. I mean, he's the, you know, he's the, the epitome 
of losing. Right. But what's cool about the kid is he has this confidence about himself. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? It's not even a confidence because you hear he's self-deprecating. He doesn't care. Yeah. Like, he could not care less. Anyone else who's making out with a chick and all of a sudden you find she's just littered with bumps just everywhere in the back of her head, on her back. I mean, she's sprouting like a baked potato. Anyone else would say, dude, I am out of here and go scrub know. down. I don't know. I If you're already there... If you're already there. Dude, if you're already there, you're thinking... You don't, you don't drive 20 minutes to get to it, but if you're already there... The, you, the lady has out. scales. you got to run from that. No. Lizard skin. I lost my virginity to a girl called lizard skin. That's right. You told us that last week. I, but see, she I was, lost my virginity to a fat chick wearing a, uh, a football jersey. I mean, it's not really... But bumps. Yeah, no way. I've, do, I've done no way. I'm gone. I've, do, I've done worse. I think... Yeah, I remember one time I, I picked up this chick. She was delivering newspapers, mm -hmm. and it's like three or four in the morning. You know, we shut down the bar scene, went to the local up till five place. We come home from the bar, and all of a sudden a newspaper gets tossed on my doorstep when I'm walking in, and I say, "Hey, hey, you know, you know, I'm talking to this newspaper chick. She was rocked up and rowdy." So I said, "You know, I was drunk as snot." So I said, "How about I go on your paper with you?" She said, "All right, whatever." So we go around and I was like, "Let me throw some papers, you know." So I'm sitting there flinging them out left, what the hell? left and right. Well, I didn't, it was five o'clock. I wasn't yeah. tired. I had more beer. I wasn't ready to go to bed. So let's Let go me do throw a paper some route. papers. Yeah, go I on was a paper route. To know what it's you know what? It, it sounds reasonable to me. It does. Really, that's my problem. It, it does. <laughs> and so I, we did this paper route with this chick, and she was awful. I mean, she was disgusting, mm -hmm. riddled with acne. It looked like she shaved with a rock. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and. And so I remember afterwards she stopped at like this Dunkin' Donuts type breakfast place, you know, and she got some peanut butter brittle mm -hmm. donut. I don't know what it was, but I remember walking, and she dropped me back off at my place. I remember thinking, this girl has never been with a guy. She was that ugly, that awkward, that <laughs> gross. And I remember thinking, why not? It's 5 o'clock in the morning. Everybody in the house that I came home from the bar with is asleep by now. Yeah. Come on in. So she comes in, sits down on the, I invite her in, she comes in, sits down on the couch, whoop my junk out. And I was like, here it is. And she was like, what are you doing? You're either going through or you're not. What's the deal? So she wouldn't do it, so I was like, all right, maybe I'll kiss her. You know? Oh, no. And at that point, you got to say, look, all right, my bad, uh, here. Let me, give you, <laughs> so let me give you a dollar for four papers, and why don't you beat it? I thought I would kiss her and try to get her in the mood. Might yeah. as well, you know. I'm there. Let me get something out of it. And I remember kissing her and just almost gagging. Her. This, this, this peanut butter brittle, whatever the hell she just had, it was just peanut butter. It looked like I, I two-fingered in a peanut butter jar and just put it in my mouth. It was so awful. Oh. I can remember gagging, and I said, so what are you going to do, anything? And she said, no. And I said, all right, it's probably time for you to leave then. I'm about to go to bed. And so, you know, at this awkward moment, oh, I'll stop by tomorrow. Sure you will. Go on. Go, well, you know, of course you will. It's a paper route. Yeah. Uh, it was, that's, that's probably the most disgusting girl that oh, I've ever it, tried. She, did, she didn't. She, she was too nervous. Wow. And, and after the fact, I, it you know confirmed that she had never been with a guy before. When she saw the side of it, she was horrified. She didn't know what to do. And maybe it was just me. But uh, Maybe she thought, uh, hey, uh, this guy's crazy. <laughs> Because I look like an ape, and he still wants to do me. It so he obviously has issues. It was 5 o'clock in the morning. So? She came in the house in the first place. Yeah, you think it's on yeah. that point. Yeah, it's like if you're coming in. Why? You're because it's 5 a.m., and you're drunk. She knows you're drunk. 
Why, but, would she, why else would she come in? Because maybe she's thinking, all right, I'm just looking for something to do. She thought I was the nice. She was really that naive to where she didn't think that she was coming in for sex, and she was really that awkward and that ugly. She's this probably was dead somewhere. This was definitely her first, her, her first time in this kind of situation, yeah. and she was scared to death. And, you know, I was too after I can't believe I kissed her. <laughs> I can still taste it. It makes me gag thinking about it. Just peanut butter. I remember at my uh, first radio station I worked at, I got oral from a chick with a bowl cut. And that was just awkward looking down. It looked like Dennis the Menace. <laughs> just With the duck tail. Yeah. Uh, it was wrong. Here in the hideout, Hefe and Dubs, 106.7 WJFK, joined by our new buddies, the Satchel Patch and the Kid McLovin. All right, so you got turned down by that chick, but you like it because you got the story, right? Yeah, I, that's a lot of times I would... Sleep with a girl Without for a the doubt. story. Just I, for the story. Doubt. For the story alone. Dubs has been saying this for years. Like, he isn't even attracted to normal chicks yes. anymore. He wants girls with... I want, I want to... Y'all can't give each other dap for that. That's awesome. He wants girls with, like, T-Rex some... arms. Yeah. Just have to check off my list. Yeah, you know? exactly. I, I, I can remember... I mean, I, I don't even want to start running through the list, but I can remember right, old, old Big and stuff like that. The bigger they are, the better they are, just so I could go talk to my roommate and listen to this big, slumbering ape that I got with last night. You know, I couldn't wait. After I did it, I was giddy. I was like, I can't wait to get home. I can't wait to get home. I can't wait to get home. And I'll go wake him up at 5 o'clock in the morning. Guess what I just did? It was 350 pounds. Her tongue wouldn't go completely in her mouth, and she had a glass eye. <laughs> I couldn't wait to get home. Her want, tongue wouldn't go completely in her mouth. I have an ailment list. I want to get cerebral palsy. I want to get all these different kinds what? of chicks. Why not? Have but hold on a second. Let me ask yeah. you. First of all, I'm looking at the two of you and I'm disgusted. <laughs> Why? Yeah, Second, yeah, that's just wrong on so many levels. Secondly, like, are you serious or are you being shocked? No. All right, well, hold on then. What is it then? Why are you two so disconnected from what the rest of humanity is? Because there's a reason that these people aren't supposed to be getting laid. Because they're hideous. You're going against the natural order exactly. of the world. If everybody wanted them, it wouldn't be a story at that point. The story is, I I went against the dragon and I slayed that bitch. I I did stuff that no one dares to do. I'm a daredevil. Well, why don't you just have sex with dudes then? Because that's against the grain. That's gross. No, <laughs> that's gross. It's not a, that's you haven't gross. been to Hollywood lately. Apparently, that's the end thing there. I think that's that's a whole mm. fad anyway. But it, I mean, somebody's got to do it. Fad it. Some of these women, have, I mean, they're not virgins for a reason, and it's because guys like us. Yeah. And and it's all you proud of that? You wear yeah. that as a badge? Of yeah. Honor? I mean, honestly, when I do something like that. I can't wait to tell somebody. That's the reason I do it. When I sometimes I'm in the process of sleeping with this awful, grotesque girl. Oh man, I remember this one Asian girl. Oh wow, I mean, she looked like she fought in Vietnam. <laughs> she was 40, 50 years old, and she was just rock up and rowdy. I mean, she was awful. And the whole time I was like, Dawson's gonna love this. I'm sitting there thinking Dawson. about my. Oh, that's what it is. There it is. That's exactly what it is. You said it. You're thinking about your boys while you're doing yeah. it. Yeah. You're thinking, you're thinking about your dude friends, and you're sitting there, and instead of actually having sex with that tore up beast that you're having sex with, you're having sex with your buddy. No. I'm not having, oh, sex, no. I'm no. Not having sex with my buddy. No, no. He's sitting on the couch saying, do it, do it. I can't believe you're doing that. You're having do sex it. with Dodson, and you're having sex with Bicarious BJ. Not at all. And that's the whole thing. Because society won't allow you two to get together, 
then you're instead going to go out with the nastiest freakazoids that are out there. It's not a gay thing at all. Oh, yeah, not at all. I'm sitting there thinking about my guy friend. I can't wait to go we tell are, him. I'm not thinking of his butt. I'm thinking about the story I'm going to tell him. And how you're much thinking of his I'm thinking about you're him thinking laughing. About, no, you're thinking about the smile on his face and the grin and the look of pleasure on his face when you tell him no, your thinking, awful story. I'm thinking the great feeling you get when you get a belly laugh from someone. <laughs> yeah, that, exactly. That, that feeling you get that you made someone laugh so hard that they threw up. That's a great feeling. That's a feeling you're chasing. When you can go to your buddy and be like, I have a story of a girl I call Pale Horse. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, what? I said her name was Pale Horse, and hell followed with her. <laughs> I met her at a bar last night. She was on the floor, and he says, why you call her Pale Horse? Because when she was passed out, I pulled both her eye sockets back, and her eyes were peeled back in her head. There's something seriously wrong with both you guys. I just, I just gotta tell you that right now. All right, now let's let's kick this over to the kid McLovin, who, as we found out last week, has not had intercourse yet. You gotta take the good with the bad, McLovin. I'm telling you, you'll get your. Good, that is just like no, a whole new level of bad, you'll though. Get that, your, that's you'll, just you'll like get off your, the charts bad. You'll get your good trim too. Yes, but you gotta get take your bad too when you're in a when you're in a slump and to make the best of the bad you make it real bad so you can have a good story out of it just banging a seven isn't good either sure bang, it is. no it's zero bang a ten or bang a one. Zero. i'm with zero and, and there, there are zeros out there i promise you i got the perfect scale it's flawless uh, uh, the best way to ever rate a girl it does not work for girlfriends or wives you can never do it on the girl you're with i mean that's just wrong mm -hmm. but you go five on the face Five on the body. No if, no personality, no nothing else. Point five scale, five on the face, five on the body, and that's how you get your rating. Yeah. And it's spot on. And there are girls that are zeros out there, and I've been with zeros. And I've told my friends about it and, and enjoyed it. Uh, it is the hideout, Hefe and Dubs. That's the Satchel Patch, 800-636-1067. Here on a Saturday night with you. All right. Well, then let me get into the mind of the kid, then, who has not been with a woman yet. We're pulling for him. We want him to do it. We're going to try to do everything we can. Me and Sessler are going to take you under our wing. Dear God, no. <laughs> now, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, would you, would you rather be at the point where maybe you only slept with one chick, you found her, you married her, only one girl the rest of your life? As what kind of story is that? As opposed, well, it's a good story. No. Sometimes people like that story. It's a good nothing, There's nothing wrong with that. That story stinks. Or you have the story of these guys <laughs> that have seriously had sex with orcs uh, <laughs> like something that is straight out of middle earth oh lead balls there, there, there's nothing that these guys just said that i would i would be it's, interested in all right tell it, me it's nothing that you look back on and run a batch to uh -uh. but it's, it's not like i'm gonna it's not like i'm gonna get with some someone just so i can be like oh yeah i can't wait to get back and tell the hideout what what i was with why not i that's awesome. Well, listen to this. All right, are you into uh, any type of pornography or anything like that? No. Not at all? You, you don't, don't get on the porn? Internet and look at it? You've no. never looked no. at DVDs or anything like that? No. Wow. That is kind of shocking to me, i got to be honest yeah. with you. I don't know where to go from there, because that you, you I, might figure out what kind of stuff you're into, and that alone will, will take well, you to some dark places. Well, well you know, like, maybe I would be into something you like know, that. You know, I'm in that spot right now where I'm looking for new stuff that excites me. Oh, no. Yeah, that's so, hard to do. That's so a bad place to be. I, yeah. I, I shuffle through everything. And even Don't if do I'm, that on my computer. Even if, <laughs> even if I'm not into it at first, I'm going to give it a shot. I've watched Scat. I've watched I've all, right. all this, you know, that's rough, stuff. That's rough stuff. Animals, and I, that's all kind of weird. 
And I went through with it just to see if I'm into into it. I went the whole way. All right, all right, all right, all right. I don't even think that necessarily you have to go to that point. Yes, you do. No, you don't. You got to explore. You all right? Listen, just sleep with you know, the man already. What would happen? Do it no, already. What would happen if Magellan would have just sat into his uh, in in his home and not gotten on that boat? We wouldn't have figured out all these things. <laughs> First of all, someone else would have found it. I don't know that it was Magellan. Uh, what were you going to say, Satchel? I can do it the, without a steamy ninety-eight point seven degrees. I mean, oh. You gotta you gotta watch it once though, just to see. No, I'm. I don't. I don't think you take it to that level. I. I do. I at some point. I'm not I do, buy a subscription. I do want to talk to the kid at some point mm-hmm. about like you've never looked at porn. Like, are are you? Is it one of those situations where you're embarrassed and you don't want to tell us, or you just genuinely have never looked at porn? I genuinely before? have never looked at porn before. Like you've never like not out of curiosity. Well, actually, I, I take board. that back. It has popped up at times on the computer when like we've gotten viruses and I've just dexed it out. But. Now, do you do you? Uh, do you run batches at all? What run I, batches? Uh, you no. can't really you can't really say it on the air. No, no, you don't no. do that either. No. How do how do you not do that? Like here's what's interesting. Like how is that? And again, I, we're not we're not trying to right, poke fun. Yeah, yeah. I I like it's kind it's it's incredibly interesting. Just well, be- you didn't do it all the way through high school. Well, here's the thing. All right, I didn't. I uh, I did it twice when I was like in the fifth and sixth grade. Once the Ducktales. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it was on, it was on in the background. Whatever, don't judge me. Yep. So yeah. So and then I vowed like once once when DuckTales was on and the other time Good Morning Vietnam was on. So then, then I like and that was like right before I went into the sixth grade. Yeah. Scrooge. And then I <laughs> Scrooge McDuck. And then I vowed to never do it again. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. I did not run a batch. Why? All the way. I don't know. Is it because if you see ducks, you feel a little movement in your pants? No. (laughs) Uh, I did not all the way. Because he got the most excited when Launchpad McQuack came on the screen. He thought, you know what? Spit it out, you ass. (laughs) (laughs) For seven years, I did not do it. You know, all the way through high school, nothing. That's I re- discipline. I, I, and until I got to college. When I got to college, man, I was a freak. Like, it was on. everywhere. And that would just, I'd leave myself everywhere. Mm. Uh, like, <laughs> in my dorm room, everywhere. But, see, I didn't, I didn't do it almost like it was one of those things that became, too, of to see how far, how long I could. Like, I've never done a drug before, and it's not mm-hmm. that I'm against drugs, I've just not kind of got this thing going for 30 years. I've never done drugs before. You know what I mean? So I had the similar thing going through middle and high school if I had never run a batch before. But for you, the kid, McLovin, I'm kind of thinking, like, like, is it that? Is it you're afraid of your body? Is it you don't know what to do? Like, No, what is it's, it? it's none of that. Just that You just have no interest? I just don't have any interest. You think you might be asexual? Like, no. where you're not interested in... Girls or boys? No, no, like, I know, I know for sure. You're definitely down, down yeah. with the ladies. The ladies. Well, you get a when you see a good-looking woman, do you get aroused? Yeah. And uh, how do you? You how never do you deal how, with how, that. How, yeah. How don't you run home and just just I, pound yourself? I just never have. I guess that's part of it. I does. Does it ever happen like accidentally at night? Uh, it has. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah that that, that used God to, doing it for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. That uh. That would happen to me when I was in that whole seven-year stretch. That's, I mean, yeah. that's what the whole, uh, let, what do you call it, a batch? What's, what's that? Running a batch. Running a batch. That's, I've never heard that term before in my that's life. That's what you do, though. I mean, it's, it's a natural, it's natural way of getting rid of it. you got to I mean, get rid of it. animals do it. You don't want to have a buildup. Right. 
So you, I mean, man. All right, so you never even just even done that before. I, I think it might be his sex drive. I think something like that might be starting to come into it because even as a kid, I mean, when I when I was a teenager, I mean, I say this in a nasty way, but when the Internet came along, you know, I, I'd have a Playboy or a penthouse every now and then, but when, yeah. once the Internet came along, I would check out a, check out of school because nobody would be at the house and just yeah. all day long. It uh, was an addiction. Uh, it is. It can be, but but not to have that urge. That's that's what what is almost mind boggling. I, I would stay home sick from school, like you know, I'd act like I was sick, yeah. just so I could stay home and batch that day because I know I got a new video. Uh, let me ask you this: uh, I had Lovin. plantation porn before. Yeah, I don't want to get into that right now. <laughs> uh, did you like? Have you always just kind of been like a late bloomer then? Because I know you look young. We talked about the fact that you I, look young. What do you mean by by late bloomer? You just, think you might be coming into it at some point? You just haven't. Start it yet, or you, know, you, you rolled out completely now? No, I, I haven't rolled anything. Okay, out. huh? That's I don't know, man. Like I, I, I got it. I want to. The kid is like the Da Vinci Code. I want to crack him. <laughs> there's some, there's something going on there. Like I need to figure out because it doesn't come along very often that mm -mm. you find someone. Occasionally, you do find someone like this. Yeah, and you think serial killer. <laughs> but other than that, like you have to, you, there's something you want to it's know. Different. It's definitely different because not in a, in a nasty you know or perverse it way. It's usually girls. Yeah, that's and, and and this isn't saying that you know you're girly, but like my chick, for instance, uh, that I'm marrying, she was a virgin when I met her. I mean, she was a virgin. I took it, broke it in like a mitt, like a brand new Rawlings Gold Glove series. <laughs> it's mine now. It's perfect. Did you, did you wrap, wrap rubber bands about around it? No, no, I just no? used a lot of oil, but. <laughs> Uh, and, and you always throw it down in the dirt too. <laughs> I give it step a, on it a few times. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But and beat it with a bat. But, <laughs> but regardless, like that was like so like my chick. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like she was there, and I've known other girls that have kind of been like. But I don't know that I've ever met a dude that was like that. I know I have. I don't. I can't. I met a lot of them in high school, but I never believed them. Right. I believe the kid because at this point in your life, you're yep. usually pretty. Um, open about that kind of thing. Like, so. you, I want like, do you have a girlfriend in Canada? You know, it's like no. almost one of those situations <laughs> where, like, you don't know her, but we met over the summer and she's in Canada now, so don't worry about that. <laughs> she lives two times over. Don't but, worry about it. But we did it, and it was awesome. Uh, all right. Well, we'll fi we'll figure out. We'll learn more about the kid later. Because again, it's not the like I want to. You almost need to know mm -hmm. and understand before you can really. I think help. I think helps the right word. Yeah, that's fine. Like help the kid come into his own, essentially. Ew. That's not what I meant. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Half A and Dubs in the hideout. Oh, you want to talk about something depraved? Uh -huh. We got to talk about this next. Maybe this is the kids' thing. I don't know. <laughs> there was this guy at this television station. He was a general manager. Gets busted for the oddest thing. Turns out, Satchel Patch has been to this place where it happened. He was he was alluding to it last week. And he's got stories about these these adult bookstores and some of the odd things that go on inside them. In case you ever passed them, if you ever looked at them before, maybe you're driving down maybe the road. You've been in them, but you really didn't understand what was going on behind the theater doors. Yeah. Uh, we got a great story for you, and that's coming up next on a Saturday night with the Hideout Hefe and Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. Hideout. Prostitutes, pimps, gamblers. Here's a confession. I'm in love with a man. What? I'm in love with a man. A man called God. Does that make me gay? 
Am I gay for God? You betcha. You're in the hideout. Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The hideout. Back in the hideout, hour three, Saturday night. Half and Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. The website is hideoutradio.com. Hideout Radio on MySpace as well. You can hit us up on there. MySpace, uh, yeah. Hideout and, Radio, MySpace, and uh, also hideoutheretics.net is the fan site. Yeah, one of the one of the many fan sites, but Nameless over there does a great job. So hideoutheretics.net. Uh, enjoying show two with the new boys. Mm-hmm. The Satchel Patch and the Kid McLovin. Uh, hour two was by Curious BJ, mm-hmm. and then we also started talking about y'all's sick love for odd conquests, specifically dubs and satchel patch. Uh, everything you do is for the story. Yeah, it's like some kids collect tops baseball cards. Some people collect odd sexual, uh, I don't know, explorations. Panties. Yeah. Panties. Uh, yeah, and then we found- Oh, God, remember when I, I don't know if we can talk about this. Probably we had, not. Uh, we had a bunch of panties <laughs> dropped off up at our old radio station, and one of them had something very odd going on in it. They were used, and so uh, just out of a odd bet, I had to um, oh eat the panties. Oh yeah, yeah, that was wow. Clean them, I guess you could yeah, say. Yeah. Oh. You're dirty, dude. I forget about how dirty you have been. <laughs> did what? You, did you see the girl at least? She was cute, actually. Oh, yeah, that's I, fine. It's I, fine then. I don't know because I saw what was. Oh yeah, what was, was going on there, and it was, and it was in the fact. I remember, it's you and Shafey doing the skank shift, and you're doing that bit. Mm-hmm. I'm at the program director's house for the, a barbecue with all the staff, the sales staff, general manager, everyone. We're turning it up because we're listening to the Skank Shift. It's a rock station. It's Dubs and Shafee. Oh. And they start doing this bit. And we're all just sitting there. Horrified. Horrified, <laughs> yelling at the radio, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> and then I know Dubs. Dubs doesn't fake anything. No. I know he actually did it. He mm-hmm. actually cleaned those panties. And it was, everyone just looked at each other with other disgust. Did you guys get in trouble that night? No. Yeah, we were all drunk. Mm-hmm. So you probably didn't get in a lot of trouble. But, man, how many diseases do you think you've luckily avoided? Or you don't get avoided. tested. You don't get tested. Yeah, I don't, I don't like bad news. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so I got it. This is this story is epic. All right. Uh, as some of you might know, we do this show from our Tampa Bay hideout. We're in Florida. Uh, just because we have to be. Mm. Trust me, we don't want to be. <laughs> and the big news this week was that the guy, the general manager at the local Fox affiliate, Fox 13, got busted at an adult store. All right, well, it's not a crime to go to an adult store. Not at all. He's of age. In fact, we were talking to um, the kid McLovin earlier. He's never even seen pornography. So he's definitely never even been inside of an adult Correct. store, right? Correct. Okay. He's never right. been to a strip club either, right? You, you Correct. think he would okay. make it in jail if he stepped in one of these places? Watch out. Yeah. All right, well, hold on a second. Kid's never been to a strip club? Do we need to do a hideout field this trip? Would you want to do some. that? Uh, if you want me to. <laughs> well, I mean, no, not... is that something you'd like actually like to do is go to a strip club with us? Sure. sure. I am getting engaged. We're going to have a bachelor party. Yeah. 
I mean, I think... Fez the, Watley's throwing it for us. That's right, Fez Watley. $10,000 uh, bachelor party. That's right, from the Ryan Fish on XM202. It's going to be great. We're going to do it in the Bay Area. So uh, the kid has to be there, mm-hmm. then. I think the kid's going to be my best man. I really? think I'm going to go ahead and do that and make him my best man. He'll be the second one next to Fez Watley. Hmm. In fact, two of them could be a couple. Anyway, uh, going on, so this guy is in this adult bookstore. Mm-hmm. All right, it's it was called. It doesn't even matter what it's called because you know we're in DC. So, but he goes into the bookstore, and he's one of six dudes that get together in like the theater portion of this, and lounge, lounge. I guess it's a lounge area. Yeah, yeah. Him and the six other guys form a circle. Talk slower. Where you have then two undercover officers mm. in the middle of the circle. <laughs> All six guys in the circle are pleasuring themselves. All right, um, it, and, rhy- it rhymes with Nagasaki, is what they were doing. And, um, and they get busted. They literally get busted for having uh, CJ. Yeah. And, I mean... First of all, there's a ton of stuff that goes with this. Uh, why? Why on earth would you get five of the dudes together in a circle and then, <laughs> I mean, like, I don't understand the allure of that. Like, well, I mean, why is that cool? Obviously, he's gay, right? I don't know. I mean, there's no obviously to it. I mean, if you like to get around in a circle with guys and do that with another guy in the middle... You would think there has to be at least some kind of homoerotic, um, I don't know, uh, urge to you. I don't know if you're completely gay. I don't know if you want to well, cuddle. I don't know if you want to cuddle while watching the Yaya Sisterhood. But I know that you like to look at another man's duke. There's definitely some tendencies there. Yeah, because the officers in the middle were dudes, were guys, yeah. and we complain about paying taxes. <laughs> and so, so it's like, yeah, pay that guy for whatever he wants. And it's almost to the point of. Okay, who do you look at? Like, what are you looking at? You're sitting there, you're handling your business, literally. Is it a dominance thing? Is it, Like, what is it? And then, even even more so, it's, calm, it's almost a thing of, like, when you get busted and the cop, like, you know, stands up, or whatever he does, <laughs> and shows his badge. Where like, is he keeping that badge? Like, how how quickly... Do you get unexcited like a mood killer? <laughs> yeah, you almost like I. I wish Did, I wish that video of that. What, what are you doing? I was worked up and ready to go, and then you pull this stuff out. <laughs> yeah, uh, were they pals and let them finish the act? No, then... there's no. Oh, there's no way. If I'm the officer, I ain't letting that happen. Officer Biscuit. When, when does it? When does it become uh, breaking the law? When they started doing it or after they finished it? No, when you start doing it. Really? Yeah, when you, I'm sure once you take it out and you begin the act of self-pleasure, and they say it's a quote-unquote public area. But how long did they wait? What if you got premature Joe Blow over there and, you know, oops, oops, oops. Yeah. Right. And they well, had pulled out the first, handcuffs. It's yet. his first one ever, and he's just so excited. <laughs> he's out of lather, and he just rocks it early. <laughs> but that's what's so, like, there's so much going on there. And I'm telling you, it's not even from a gay point of view. No? It's it's from the funny point of view. No, yeah. it's filth. Because I think it would be funny to see all these guys standing around, just 
really excited about what's going to happen. And then, then get busted and then, feel a look on their face and just... The, the, like the shame that must come well, over shame. their body. Well, shame is a good word for it. And shame, 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 I don't know shame. if it would all be shame, though. I, I think you'd have to go through a range of emotions when something like that happens. Scared? Anger. Yeah, scared. Shame. I think all that stuff would happen in the span of five minutes. I'm out of here. Holla. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, the guy gets busted. He's on a leave of absence and a whole situation going on there. But it's just... It was it was so interesting to hear about this, and it was big news because the guy was making hundreds of thousands of dollars at his Fox 13 yeah, gig. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's a GM in, of a in, TV in, station. In Tampa Bay, you know what I mean? Um, and now he's lost out on that. And you're like, why don't you just build a home theater? Yeah. He, he can't. The guy has some kind of uncontrollable, filthy urge. Yeah, to it's, where it's, it's only, an addiction. It, no, it's like what we were talking about a little earlier as... as so you're into this porn thing, and then all of a sudden it doesn't do the same for you, and you start going deeper and deeper. And, you, and this the, the whole Internet porn situation takes you into the depths of this filth porn, and there's no way to satisfy yourself, and you lose the, the urge mm-hmm. to be by yourself, and you have to go surround yourself with the same scum and, and CJ. Yeah. Yeah. And what's also funny, too, is these guys came from all over. Like they drove from 30 miles out. All to come to this one place. It was the happening. And, yeah, and like, how does the word get out? Is that something that's on yeah. Craigslist? Well, here's the thing. There, Craigslist. The, the buzz had to be huge about that CJ for cops to find out because these things. No, don't. no, no. It's not. It goes on every night in these places. I've been there before. I've I've never. I, <laughs> you've been, you've I've been in the circle. I've never been on <laughs> bended knee there, but I've I've been through there before, and I've seen some of the people that go in there. This is a nightly thing. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, seven days a week, these places are open, and it's they're sex shops, they're legal whorehouses that you they know, can't be legal because the whorehouses they're, they're are not legal. they're not legal, but they're whorehouses, and there's whoring going on to the point where I've been in there, walked through there, and seen and talked with some of these people in there, and have wondered how in the hell did the police not know this is going on? Why aren't there arrests every night then if this is something that goes on seven days a week? That's the question. I'm wondering why the cops. Just now, decided to go get on bend and knee in front of these people and run the undercover sting, <laughs> and and get busted. No, I mean, or to I, bust them. Excuse me. Have you? Uh, that didn't work either. Have you? Have you been to this place? I have been there. I've been there. I, w- I went there with a girl. Uh, a friend of mine told me a story. It was a pl- right behind a place I used to work, and it's an area called Drew Park. Mm-hmm. And a guy I knew with, uh, I knew, got back there for say around 50, yeah. 50 bucks. All right. And I was like, what? You can go back there, and you know this, this is taking place. So I was kind of curious, and one night I threw a couple of back with a girlfriend of mine, and we were talking about how funny it would go back, uh, it would be to go back there and see. So we went into some of these places, and the, the place specifically where this, this sting operation went down, I went there and actually talked to the guests, and I always thought there were strip clubs, and because th- they're on every corner back in this mm-hmm. area. And, you know, you see it's real dark, real shady, not a lot of street lights and stuff like that, but you see the neon light glow. And so I'm thinking there... Uh, not quite a strip club, but almost a live peep show type thing. Have you ever, by the way, have you ever been to one of those peep shows? No. I haven't. It's hilarious. That's what I thought this was. If you walk through, there's all these girls in, like, cages. Like, like it's the Humane Society, and they're puppies. And you're walking through saying, nope, nope, (laughs) nope. All right, you. And then you... But what happens in a peep show? Is it a sex show? Yeah, you basically just hand her money, and she uses different things. Oh, Oh, of yours? Of uh, or, or no, just toys. Like she has toys there. She has whatever she wants. So she, 
or some of them just use Al Natural, you know, and See, go, go that way. And then you sit there and you do your thing. This is what I thought was going on in a place like this. Where I told my friend, I said, let's go back there and let's see and see if they're doing live sex shows or something like that. So yeah. I would ask, and, you know, I'd ask these guys, and this, you walk in, it's just like your regular old porno shop where you got your, you know, DVDs, old school VHS over there, buy one, get ten free. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, th- things of this nature. And so then there's a curtain over there in the back right corner of this building, and he's, you know, I said, I talked to the guy, so where's all the action? And he's like, so what are you talking about? You know, I want to see some live sex shows or something like that, you know, some girls. And he said, well, if anything's going to be there, it would be right back there behind the curtains. And so as I, I would take this girl back there, you know, we pass through the curtains, and instantly it's just pitch black dark. Mm. And you, the only thing lighting up the room is televisions in these small little lounge-type areas. Yep. And instantly... You know? You've been I, there? I've been to, like, the video ones. Yeah. Like, where, where they're just video booths. Because I've done those before. Right. Uh, I remember driving home to Michigan one time. It was 7 a.m., nothing else to do. So I stopped over at a Kentucky uh, uh, nudie place and ran a batch in one of the booths. <laughs> <laughs> but this is this is just walking through the place, mm-hmm. and instantly uh, the girl I was with grabbed my arm and said, do not leave me alone. And I'm don't worry, you know, she, she's a good friend of mine. I'm, I'm not leaving. It's scumbags. Yeah. There's absolute scumbags. They're walking around with their junk hanging out. Mm-hmm. And then so I'm walking down the hall. And in every room, there'll be two or three guys. And instantly, when they see a girl back there, it's like we, I created a storm because it was, it was like this is the first girl that's been back there in two or three hours. It's like prison. And, yeah, she was scared to death, really. And I was, you know, I wasn't very comfortable. And we walk around one of the corners. So was it was it like Silence of the Lambs? Did someone yell? I can smell your. Uh, was it one of those situations though where they all think that she was there to party? Yeah, exactly. She was there to party, and they were going to get on, in on it. Not even that they would touch her, or not even that they would actually get on the act on the fact that they would get to watch it take place. Yeah. And as we turned the corner, we saw a lady taking on three or four guys. What? Wow. Seriously, taking on. And I'm just walking into this place. How's the lady like? Rugged. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's been rode hard and put up wet. Beat that. Uh, but you know and i was like wow it's just a person walking in how can this take place how is this legal mm-hmm. and and so we we looked at a couple more places kind of walked in and you know just saw it's nothing but in every different little lounge t- television area it's just uh, you know adult it's x triple x porn yeah. just run on the tv so i said you know this is not the place it's not a peep show or anything mm-hmm. like that's going to be a, some woman taking on a group of guys and that's that's all I saw, and, and you know we immediately walked out and decided that wasn't the place for us. The place across the street was the place across the street was where we needed to be, right? Because they had more action going on over there. I was like, this is the hot spot. There's only one woman, you know, taking on a group. I wanted to see something. I didn't. I didn't really know. I didn't go out there seeking anything. I wanted to go see what kind of freaks were out there and things of this nature. And we probably hit up every place in that area, thirteen of them or something like that. Wow. Uh, Dubs, you've been to these places? I haven't been to ones where I see actually people doing this stuff. I just go in, and there's a bunch of wooden booths, and then you walk into it, you pop a few dollars into the video thing, you pick the video you want, and then you do your thing. Right. Kind of like when you go to the dentist office, they have the chair there, and you just pull the paper down and Mm -hmm. tear it off when you leave and throw it in the basket. Yeah. (laughs) It is The only bad thing is the crinkling noise while you're wiggling around. It is the hideout. Oh, you never 106.7 WJFK. See, man, I, I don't know that I could ever do it in a situation like that. I mean, I guess... There, there's, there's, there's no one watching you. Now, this, I, I didn't go back there. Dude, you don't think that in those little booze that they don't have cameras set up? And they got They got all sorts of video of guys no just sitting wants. there staring at a camera doing their no, thing? No one wants to put me up on a website doing that. Then there's a hole in the wall. 
Yeah. I, I wasn't one with the hole in the wall. Glory hole? Is yeah, I, there, was, there was no one on the other side, though. I disappointed? Checked. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. But why were you disappointed? <laughs> uh, it's just, I don't know, man. It seems really, really funny that a guy would give up hundreds of thousands of dollars a year to be the general manager of a television station, it, to go yeah. get into a circle with a bunch of dudes. He never thought he was going to get caught, and the, the thrill is maybe getting caught. You know, it's, it's no, a it's, whole weird thing. What goes through your mind it is almost, I know I, mean, I shouldn't be doing this. I know I'm wrong, but the urge is there. I'm going to go do it. I, maybe maybe he has to drink himself, you know, eight beers into it to where well, that, that part of him that says no, once you get and drunk. And I guarantee you another thing, he felt, feels terrible about it every time he's done. Every time after oh, yeah. he's like, what the hell did I just do? I'm so filthy. Yeah. I need to spank myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, uh, I, you think so, though? Yeah. You think you got, it's yeah. Out of doubt. Absolutely. You don't think it, but sometimes guys like this, they're proud. No, you're no. not. They're what, proud of their... You're, you're not proud. Depraved. You're not proud at all, because when I dropped the girl off at her house and I went back at 3 o'clock in the morning by myself this time, knowing I shouldn't do it, knowing what the hell am I doing back here, this is completely wrong, you leave with your tail tucked between your legs, Feeling like a filthy animal. Mm -hmm. Scumbag. Soap didn't do it. Zest didn't work. So, every time gets easier, though. Yeah, kind of. That's <laughs> what I'm saying, though. It's Eventually, at some point, the whole idea of this is wrong has to leave you. Yeah, but I, I don't know if you've reached that point yet. All right, do we need to do a field trip? Do we need to take the kid McLovin out to one of these things? I don't, I don't know about this right here. This may be too much for him. I yeah, think... let, let's start with like just a topless-only bar. And then topless, we'll let's see, the thing is... Is it's either they are we, you know we're gonna give him alcohol because some of this if you if they're serving alcohol it's not full nude mm -hmm. and and if you know I don't want to take him to see hair lips and C sections right off the bat without a without a little bit of buzz you know I ain't trying to scare the kid <laughs> yeah there's a lot because you do you oh. no you guys aren't trying to scare the kid at all yeah not, not at all after everything that you've heard tonight McLovin do you do you even want to have sex ever again? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, uh, there, there haven't all? been many uh, confidence-building stories tonight. I'll, I'll go that far. Yeah, because, you know, the way we talk about it... It's it, horrific. It does sound awful. It's almost like he's the normal one. You know what I mean? And he's the one that's never had it before. Well, there's there's definitely a balance between yeah. rotten, rotten, uh, you know, gutter trash girls and a woman that you would take home to your mom. You know, you don't... Yeah, there's a ask, difference there. Let me ask you this, though. I know, I know, Dubs, you're caught up in this situation where you've dated so many just dirtball, nasty whores mm -hmm. that now you're trying to find one that's legitimate well, and you no, can't here, do it. Here's the, here's the, yeah, I, I just can't. They aren't attracted to me. I can't find them. I spot out the, the bad ones. I have a bad, uh, a bad habit of uh, spotting out alcoholics. Alcoholics are drawn to me. Girls that I have to hike over my shoulder to carry from the bar. Mm -hmm. Those are the girls that are drawn to me. So I've been trying, and like I've been overlooking normal things that I wouldn't overlook in a girlfriend, like uh, a healthy weight, <laughs> stuff like that. Trying to you know kind of break the habit, right? So what do you think is going to end up happening with you? I don't know. We'll find out. I know that <laughs> most of the time, I it, I'll start off pretty good. But then I get uninterested really quick. That's that's a problem I've had in the past. Well, you know why you, that happens? Because the experiences that you guys are going for is all about the adrenaline rush. Mm -hmm. So that when you're finally with some chick regularly, mm -mm. after two or three times, it's boring because she, won't she doesn't have a flipper. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's that kind of a situation oh, where... Flipper's still on my list. I've got these web feet, and I'm used to them now. So now I need something new. Now I need a chick that has a 30-year. I need some big hammer toes. And that's the problem. And that's the whole issue with what you guys are doing. You're never going to be able to be satisfied by a regular, quote-unquote, normal mm-hmm. chick because you're out there looking for a hammerhead. Thank you, Internet. Yeah, and I, that's what it is. You guys are very close to being like this dude... You're gonna be you're gonna be the Not next one. We are. You've done stuff like this. I've been to the place where he's been. And yeah, I've, ne- I've never been to. You've a, done a, a public CJ. Place. No, I haven't. When? Come on, you and BJ. No, we've never done a CJ. Well, I don't believe that. <laughs> I, it was just a straight line back and forth. There was no circle. It's just the truth. It was a, yeah. It was a goalpost. Uh, except there was no crossbar. The crossbar was uh, I don't know a donut. But regardless, these two kids, man, uh, in. Satchel Patch and in J Dubs, it's that kind of depravity that we now need to shield Twink from. No, we need the to kid McLovin. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm kind of in between. Once again, on the fence. It's like he needs some pornography, but maybe he doesn't need to start off with the internet filth. Give the kid a Playboy, man. Have you not seen Jenny McCarthy topless? Yeah, that's, that's a crying shame, man. You got to go back and see, you know, Cindy Crawford's Playboy edition. Uh, you know, uh, Kathy Ireland. Woo. Have mercy, son, and if and if you don't want to take that magazine to the bathroom, then we've established this is where the problem might be that that type of thing is not doing it for you. But you have to, he he has to start with some kind of soft core. Porn- yeah, let's get him some Skinamax or you know Joe Bob Briggs Drive-In Theater. Something let's get some of that fuzzy, you know. Give him something fuzzy at night that he'll have to wiggle the the coat hanger on the TV just to get it, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to lead yeah, up give before him some we scramble porn. Do we throw him throw him to some of the stuff on the internet? If you go. Hardcore, right to the internet. You're going to end up like me and you going to the and this guy. Dear God, I don't want to end up like you two. Uh, here's the sure thing too. About, fun. about two weeks ago, I uh, handled my business to Skinamax. Yeah. It was like a. It was uh-huh. early in the morning. It was before work. Early in the morning, on like HBO Zone West, mm-hmm. and so it was a show that was on at like five thirty six in the morning on like a Saturday morning because I get up early and I'm sitting there and I'm watching this and I'm like, man, I remember as a kid. It wasn't nearly this graphic, Mm-mm. you know. What I mean, but it was very, very graphic. And I'm like, and I handled my business, and then I did. I sat there in shame because I'm like, dude, it's Saturday morning, and I can't <laughs> even turn on the TV without like, and I have to go lock the dog up, but then and, and lock the cats outside, and then I got to make sure that you don't wake up or my chick doesn't wake up, so I got to <laughs> turn the volume down really low. You know, I'm, I'm going through this whole thing of. Being ashamed of just being with myself and something that's on t- on HBO, no. but you two guys can go out and go to these to these places and do your CJs. I, 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 I've never done that. Me neither. Now, Satchel, do you think you would be able to complete to something like a? Absolutely a, not. A, a, no, I, no. My my imagination ten times better in Cinemax. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 I think it would be great to be able to go back to that point though. Where, a bar of soap where, and a warm bath. That's all I need. I mean, I remember when you could uh, get a National Geographic best pill for a week. <laughs> but see, I'm not telling you. You when when you do that, your your filth urge is satisfied for the day. That that thought and that urge is gone. You know, you don't have the urge to do that the rest yeah. of the day. Where if you don't, like if you would have thought about that and you hadn't have done it that Saturday morning, it would have been noon. You'd have been, oh, I got to, I got yeah. to. But by this time, your girl would have been woken up and you're like, babe, let's go take care of this. Yeah, I mean, I actually did later on that day. Yeah, but you got to get rid of that urge, and mm-hmm. and a lot of a lot of times, hunger. like this guy go, he he actually went through, went out to this place, and, and went through with the CJ, 
If he would have stayed at the house, got rid of the urge, yeah, he would have been there. Yeah, it's like me. I, I, when I had a chick, I always thought, you know, I'm going to go out and cheat. But then I'd run a bash and be like, no. Did you why, ever, go, why did, go do that? I used to have that when I was married. And I, you know, I'm thinking, all right, I'm going to go out and get some strange tonight. And then I pop in a, uh, yeah, porn. pop in a porn. And then I'd play out the whole scenario like I was the guy in the porn. And then I'd handle my business and everything would be done. And this just wave of guilt would wash over me because I played out the scenario of be of cheating. No, that one that would I would actually feel better about that. Like, wow, I just avoided cheating. This well, is no, awesome. Well, there is guilt at first, and then there's relief of, all right, you know what? It wouldn't have been worth guilt, it. Guilt. You're just like the kid over here, guilty. Yeah, you have so much guilt in your body. Oh, not anymore. Not Release. anymore. Not anymore, man. I'm a guy. I'm a dude like you guys. I, I don't know, man. I, like, I don't think it, you are. It actually started for me when when I was a kid. I mean, I, not to be gross or anything, but before I even knew what sex was or anything like that, I, I would know just taking a bath. You, you play with yourself, you get that funny feeling yeah. in your tummy. It make your toes curl, and you didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. Seriously. That's like, what happened with me and DuckTales. I don't want to hear you two judging me. We'll take well, a quick break and come back. It's the Hideout, Hefe and Dubs, joined by Satchel Patch and the Kid McLovin on 106.7 WJFK in the Hideout. <laughs> Will you guys rip me 13 or 14 more times? I'm out of here. You're in, you're in the hideout. Yeah. The hideout, yeah. Why? You guys feel you have to be so negative. Hang up on the whore. Next caller. Negative. You shut the hell up, sir. Get in a car accident right now. Look at you. You already got the lung cancer. You're beast. Negative. And the face fits kicking. Negative. We're done with you and your show sucks. Beat it. The hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Such a negative influence. Wrapping it up on a Saturday night in the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Man! This show, you know what's odd about you and I, Dubs? What's that? We get people around us. Mm-hmm. We revert to the gay. Yeah. We revert to, um... The silly. Yeah. I mean, it's fun. Mm-hmm. You and I, we were kind of a little too newsy there. For like, a little bit, yeah. Like, that works for other shows that we do. But in the hideout, it really is about a bunch of buddies hanging out. You know what I mean? Hanging out, being gay. Whatever. Yeah. Don't judge. Hideoutheretics.net is the fan board. MySpace.com slash hideoutradio is where you can go at us. We want to be your friend. Um, as we wrap things up on a Saturday night, Joe Radio about to step up as well. Uh, if you want to get in, there are various ways to do it. Uh, including uh, 800-636-1067. So we're also joined by the Satchel Patch, who's uh, had another stellar show on this Saturday night. It's two for two. Mm-hmm. The kid, McLovin, had to leave early. Yeah, he had a few things to go do. Schoolwork. A date? Uh, no. No, come on. But he is got, he's the uh, the newest kid we brought on, 26 years old, looks like he's 15. Kind of awkward, like I'm sure you've heard. And, like, honestly... <clears throat> Previously on previous shows, uh, we have we've had guys like him. Yeah, virgins, um, socially awkward, and, and we usually break them. Like we destroy them, mm. like to the point where really it's it's mean. Yeah, but it they was get suicidal. It was fun. yeah. Well, we do. I mean, we we alluded to it last week, but we have a ex producer of ours who's roaming northern Virginia, psychotic. Mm. Like he like, he's lost it. He broke. He did and. 
And it was after the show, too. Like, yeah, it was after it was all over, and he just thought back to everything, and it came like a slow drip into his head, and he went mad. Yeah. You can Google Chunks Corolla. You yeah. can find some of the stuff we did. Some of, it was hilarious. YouTube has a lot of it. It was hilarious stuff, but, man, it was evil. Mm. And I'm not... I'm proud of it, but I'm not proud that we actually broke a human being. Kind of. All right. Well, listen, it's kind of a notch in your belt, but you don't want to do it again. You've already done it. Yeah. Climb that mountain. And you think about it. We call the kid McLovin, and he's gone now, so we can talk about him. Uh, we call the kid McLovin because he looks like an is McLovin from Superbad. Mm-hmm. He just is. That's who he is. So... But the thing about it is you're kind of like in like in Superbad or any of the fun teen movies, you root for them. Yeah, and you kind of want to take them under your wing. You root for the underdog. And I've had enough of hazing and destroying the underdog. Now it's time for the hideout to be the underdog champion. Mm-hmm. The thing is, we have no idea how to do that. We're used to being the ones that stuff them in lockers and tase them and, you know, have them have any girls that are remotely interested in them ruining that relationship. First thing we gotta get him to do is rub a batch out because he's never done that. That that amazes me. Yeah, that kind of scares me. I'm not That's gonna amazing. And, and you gotta be careful not to start him off with anything hardcore, anything no. the internet has to offer. Uh, I think a couple of playboys might do it. Well, if you, might he's never done it before. Anything will do it. Well, I, you know, but you want to be careful. If you start start him off with a topless playboy, yeah, let him some, read some of the stories or something like that. Maybe a blog, just some literature. I say we just. Ha- Take a picture of some cleavage, and he's good. It won't take much for him. It really won't. Now, here's what's odd, though. He couldn't, earlier in the show, he couldn't decide which one of the three of us he'd bang if we were chicks. He just wanted them all. He he couldn't even fathom that. No. Like I've said here, and I've fantasized since I made my choice to Satchel Patch, I'm like, yeah. I'm really into that. If it was a girl, he'd look great in a miniskirt, man. Oh, I've seen him in a Speedo. Or like one of those slinky black dresses. Right. Yeah. It's a very normal thing to want. (laughs) But regardless, (laughs) we got to help this kid out, man. Like, what do you do? I actually thought of this uh, a little bit. What what to do, you know? And Mm. you take him out to the bar. You would take him to a strip club. It almost seems like that would be too much pressure. That that is too much pressure. You take him out in a public setting. You've got to let him get comfortable with himself first. And I think the way to do that is with some soft core, you know, HBO fuzz late night. Although HBO now shows a little uh, homosexual yeah. uh, stuff, so I wouldn't go they there. Do? Yeah. Yeah, they get gay sometimes. So it was Showtime with uh, what was that one show that they had? The L word. Was the L word the gay one? No. Yeah, no. that was it. So I wouldn't go to there. I don't want to confuse him because it is. I think you got to first find out if the interest is there. If we give him a Playboy right off the let go, and he doesn't drag that to the bathroom. You know, if he's never seen anything like that or doesn't want to, mm. I think that's where you can determine. First, step number one, determine what's going on in this inside this kid's head. And if he's not turned on by, you know, Jenny McCarthy or somebody like this in Playboy or, or college co-ed, some, get some kids his age, mm. then I think we've identified a major problem that he might not be into this thing. He might be asexual or he's not into girls or something Because I like don't that. think that he's gay. No. Like, I don't get that vibe. I think asexual, because we've met a few asexual people. Since yes, we've been we in have. Business, mm-hmm. And they always act like him. You Do know? They, I've never been around one. Uh, are they into pleasing themselves? No. no not at all. They're completely no. not. They're, they're asexual. So their, their sex drive is almost zero. Or it, it is it zero. Is. Well, they that, got, they're not interested uh, in the slightest. Uh, but 
they they kind of throw it off there like they are because you have to be yeah and uh, they, and they want to be they actually do want to be sexually active really yeah but they don't know how and there's no feeling to be like they want to be normal and have that normal sexual drive I thought the whole thing is they really didn't care because no, they, they were don't. asexual that, that's the problem but you know mentally they want to be normal Wait, they I- want to have that but they just don't. You know, earlier we were talking about some of our exploits and things like that, and, and he, you know, called me and you nasty. But uh, or, and he was right. No, you're right. But at the same time, if he if he's not asexual and does have a sex drive, it doesn't matter if you put him in there with some scumbag, rotten gutter girl, and close the door. You know, it doesn't matter if she has bumps or not. You're going to knock it out. See, mm-hmm. I don't think so. I think you could put him in there with an actual really really hot chick. Who is down? Mm. Who is to the point where she's nude? She's ready to. Uh, yeah, she's all. She's all about it. Yeah, everything like she like I'm just like I'm thinking about that now, and I'm getting excited. Let me see. There it is. Yeah. So, it's to the point where I don't think, I don't think he'd be into it. I don't. I don't think he would be either. No. So I think he would try though. I do think you would try. No, I don't think you would because that's a real big thing with asexuals. They don't want to try because they're afraid that, like, they might not get excited. Then is this the problem? If if we don't start them off with a playboy, do you go get a stripper or something like that and whisper in her here, hey, this kid's a virgin, and so I know what to do with this. And that actually turns certain girls on. Yeah, there's some pros out there. And and girls like that, I mean, a freebie. Will yeah. be in order. Well, you tell him something like this. This kid's a virgin. He's twenty-six years old. We tell him he beat cancer and he's a virgin. He is forty-year-old virgin though. From the movie, if you go through everything, I mean, like he doesn't want to run a batch. He doesn't. Um, he he's way too into I don't know uh, sports. Uh, yeah, sports. And he's never posted like comic books from the yeah. movie that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, he's uh, he's into all these other things. He's the very kind of- prim and proper. Yeah, he looks like Carell. Uh, he dresses like Steve Carell from uh, from the from the movie. Yeah, I mean everything that he does is kind of a parallel. Maybe not everything exactly. Do you think but... we would be better off if we didn't try to help him out? No, no, he needs help. He, he needs, needs help. help. Maybe yeah. maybe he just doesn't. Maybe that's just who he is, and we should just let him be. And that's just our. I think I think we need to help him instead until... of asexual. That's just our non-sexual friend. Mm, well, I think until he fails at it. We help him. Or, like, if we set him up, but he needs to be set up once. And or if he fails, then we leave him alone. At least till I'm mentally satisfied to realize this kid's a lost hope. Yeah. You know, because if, once I figure out that he's done for, he has no interest whatsoever, I could care less. Yeah. You know, it, it, it doesn't bother me. You do your thing, and I, will, I don't have, I, I won't bother you. I have no reason to. But if it's the situation to where he's if like a little, a little brother, yeah. and, and he is so discouraged and can't do this, listen here, bud, you don't know what you're missing out on. I'm going to set you up with this pro over here. I slipped her a $20 bill, a $50 bill, and It is the Hideout FN Dubs, 106.7 WJFK, here with Satchel Patch. The, the kid McLovin had to leave early, and he is, for those of you maybe just now joining us, he's one of those kids that's just, he's 26, he's, you know, he's actually looks like he's 16. Mm-hmm. He doesn't seem to have any real interest in sex. Now, no. my little brother, yeah. my personal little brother, who um, graduates from high school next week. Lover boy, ironically enough, because he's a really good-looking kid. Mm. Like, he's a good-looking kid, but has had no girlfriend, like, at all, and has shown no interest in girls. I said, like, when he was five, I'm like, the kid's gay. Like, I knew, like to me, 
And I've talked, I've, I've said it on the air before, and he listens to the show. He downloads the podcast from WJFK.com. I've said, he's gay. Like, I can see that. I know. I have gay dar. I've been around enough gay people that I mm-hmm. don't know if I've picked it up or what. But I can tell. What, the virus? No. Oh. The gay dar. Hmm. But I know, but I don't care. I mean, I love him regardless. It's my little brother. I don't care. I want him to be able to be happy, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. What does he say to you, to your comments about that? No, I'm not gay. Yeah, he doesn't. I'm he, not gay. he just kind of laughs it off <laughs> like it's no big deal. Hmm. And like, so it's, it, but I don't, I don't get the gay vibe from the, from the kid McLovin. I don't, I don't think he's gay at all, but there's something there. And like with my little brother, so then, do I take him to a gay bar and help him explore that? Do I have him have no, conversations with you, Dubs, on the, experiences? No, I don't have any experiences to tell him about. Mm. I can make up some. Right. Be silly. Um, but I don't think you take him to a gay bar either, because that's not you. So then why are we doing it to the kid? Because we we don't know if the kid's gay. I mean, if, it was, if we were gay and we thought he might be gay, that wouldn't makes sense take him out to a gay bar but we're straight and we want to take him to a straight bar or all right let me ask this all right for next week's show because i love doing stuff like this satchel patch do you know any girls that you could bring up so that we could have do you like think a, we could do that in these studios to do a mock date oh like just, i might have a girl coming up in a couple weeks that would be good I, I don't She's a have, fetish girl. I only hang out with the classiest women. Yeah, I'm sure. I actually have a few fetish girls that are going to be coming up next weekend. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Save we, it. I think we could. I think you, we, know, you know them, so yeah, and they're yeah, all yeah. good. But I, well, I think in the meantime, before that happens, you know, we can run, run a mock test. And one of, one of the things is the fear of the unknown. Is he, is he asexual? Is he into women? And we've got to figure it out, yes or no. And... and I think the way to do that is with a little soft core. Well, we can try that, but I'm thinking, do we do we set up just like a date you know situation? What? Our guy behind the glass right now that's helping us out, um, instead of McLovin, he's saying get him drunk. No. I say yeah. No. I say at least a few drinks to loosen him up. Two drinks will put him out. You think? One shot and he'll one shot and the kid will be flabbergasted. And just bumping his gums, shooting salad. You give the kid two beers, and all of a sudden your baby's sitting. He's over there crying in the corner. I'm hanging out with all you guys. I'm a person. I don't fit in. I just don't make beer. You don't make a on the radio. But we're not. We want to help them. Those girls are really coming up. Yeah, I'm supposed to. Are they At least one of them. Yeah? Yeah. Nice. I'd like to do, like, because I love. All right, he's not here. I'd love to do the thing if we just leave them alone in the studio, and that's what like the first date would be. And they got to sit there and have a conversation. Um, he can hold his liquor, really, hmm. but he can't he, hold it. He can't hold his stuff, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's he true. can hold his liquor, but he can't hold his stuff. Now, how does that come about? I know. I'd love that. That would be a lot of fun. And then just I'll I'll talk. This week and figure it all but out. But do you test the waters first? I'm thinking we got to test the waters first. Well, this isn't even anything sexual. It's just a sitting down, having a conversation with a girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, that could be good. I don't know if I can handle that kind of awkwardness. Oh, no. oh, we won't be in here. We'll be out in the other room. We'll go into the down. other room and we'll look at the two of them sitting here having mm-hmm. a conversation. I feel that, bad for her. 
like that awkward just first day. She's very talkative and good with people. I don't even know if she can handle that. I I want that to happen. We got to figure out how we can make Mm -hmm. that happen. All right. Well, uh, we will help the kid somehow. I just don't want the kid to think that we're picking on him. No, we're helping. We're really not. I think he understands we're not picking on him. I think we've been very nice with him and good with him so far. Right, right. Very gentle. Um, yeah, I just I I want to make sure that he knows that we're we're trying to be good people. Yeah. And um, sorry about that. And that everything should work out okay. Well, that's gonna do it. That means the show's about to end. I feel bad talking about him while he's not here. But no, I how think we have to. How do you have this conversation when he is just like staring at you? Like a puppy. That uh, I don't look at him anymore. I never look at him. I do. I like looking at him. He's I can't. A, he's a good kid. He's a good kid, but whenever I talk about him and he's there, I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> well, yeah, because we're talking about him like he's not in the room. Mm-hmm. But he is. He's over there like a Jesus pain. Just the eyes are following you. What the hell? Have you ever done that where, like... You're about to do something bad, and you yes. like turn all the paintings around and all the family photos. Oh yeah, you always, you always put the picture of the girlfriend down before you uh, cheat on her in your room. But you can't ever look at a dead grandparent because then you know the ghost is in the room. Yeah, can't do much with that. What? Oh yeah, dead grandpa. Dead grandpa watching you get on some girl. Not a good experience. Uh-uh. That'll 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 extend He's your shaking pleasure. Shaking his head at you, saying, "The hell is your problem?" All right, whatever. Whatever you boys are talking about. That'll do it on a Saturday night. Man, I'm exhausted. Yeah. This is a good show, though. Uh, coming up Three next week. Three-day weekend, though. Uh, Satchel Patch, when are you going to be able to pull the audio of all your um, your news stories? I'd love to play those so we can really yeah, next week. talk a little bit more about you. That shouldn't be a problem. And uh, you getting busted. I think that could be a lot of fun. And busted then, in a banana hammock. And then possibly, if not next weekend, maybe the weekend after, we set up that date between the girls and the kid, McLovin. I like that. Now, he's not here now, but you know he's going to go download the podcast yeah. at WJFK.com. That's fine. So we have to assume, the kid, that you heard everything that we talked about. We're helping. We are. It's our way. It's our social experiment. And if for some reason you feel completely uncomfortable with all this, we'll stop at any time. Because we really don't want to break them. He's a good kid. Yeah. And, and we all know that, and I think that's why we're coming with this approach. We want to help him out like a little brother. Now, how funny would this be? What if he really isn't a good kid? Like <laughs> He's just what a if, sociopath? Yeah, what if he really is like a sociopath? He's just like, hiding dead animals in his backyard? Yeah. With He's got like, shallow graves of family pets. Freezer full of fetuses. Save your, say your prayers. How funny would that be? Like he's the one that he's gets- just walking around with an ear necklace on at home. He doesn't have sex with girls. He just cuts off their. What? I I just needed to get that out. <laughs> Weird <laughs> thoughts. Weird thoughts. Your dead grandpa just heard that. Be careful. <laughs> wow. Uh- <laughs> All right, my friends. That's gonna do it for us on a Saturday night. We implore you to go. To the fan board, hideoutheretics.net. Again, that is hideoutheretics.net. And also to myspace.com slash hideoutradio. It's myspace.com slash hideoutradio. There in the top eight, you have everybody. Uh, myself, F.A., Dubs, the Satchel Patches now in the top four, and the Kid McLovin's also in the top four. So go at us, and uh, we'll see you guys next Saturday night. We leave the hideout, and we go be our regular person. Got to go be that Dro Silva guy now. 
He rocks, but still. I'd rather be half a. <laughs> At least five days a week. You guys have a fantastic <laughs> weekend. We'll see you next time. Until then, 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. Five thousand.